just a form of crap out <laughs> Draco's match right there. Fighting through contact, fighting through offensive line, being a double team, multiple moves stacked into one. Just a play of pure domination. This is actual film, this is actual football talk. It's a football show, it's about football, not storylines. And you are listening to another edition of Turn on the Jets Film Room, episode number 52. Um, let's get through the quick housekeeping before we get into the show. Today is going to be um, Jamal Adams. And then after that, we take a little bit of a break. But uh, Joe RB31 on Twitter, you can find me there. Uh, followers rolling up. I appreciate everybody who's been following and, and following the film along. Uh, just finished Anderson. Uh, Henry Anderson and uh, Brandon Shell on there. I still have Winters to do, Herndon to do, May to do, Anunwa and Johnson to do. Uh, also, just figure out a, about a new guy that Jets signed a couple of months ago. I guess I don't know how long exactly, but uh, James Burgess Jr. Uh, he was an undrafted <clears throat> free agent in 2016, bounced around a couple of practice squads. I think it was like the Jaguars and a few others. Um, eventually landed on Cleveland, uh, played with Cleveland in 2017, had 75 tackles, four sacks. And then coming into the 2018 season, uh, the fourth or the third game, no, it was the fourth game the Jets played the Browns. Uh, he broke his leg on a play that I actually noticed because I was doing Brandon Shell film. And <clears throat> he actually trucked Brandon Shell. He's a lighter linebacker. I think he's only like 6'2", but he's only like 220, 225. So um, he's more of a stand-up linebacker. He's a guy who blitz from everywhere. Uh, he's a pretty versatile guy. He could drop into coverage, uh, blitz through multiple gaps. And he's an interesting player that I was watching. And, you know, uh, did a, I did all the film on him. I only did six games, but I have like 28 or so plays, 26, 27 plays, whatever it is on him. So it's a little bonus review I'm going to do. Uh, he's more of like a stand-up linebacker. Like I said, he can blitz from different places, though. Uh, and I think he's going to be competition for, you know, guys like Brandon Copeland, guys like, uh, you know, Frankie Lubu. So those are interesting guys. So a little bonus review. So I have him in there as well. I'll start uh, putting those guys up once I get back for Ireland. Um, from the 13th to the 24th or the 13th to the 23rd, there's not going to be much content at all. Maybe I'll tweet a little bit, but uh, like I said, I'll be in I'll be in Ireland, so I'll be with uh, you know family and uh, the fiance and you know day drinking and having fun. And uh, I'm not really going to be trying to do a film or talk to anybody really. So I'll be a little bit absent for ten days, but I feel like I needed to get another show out before I did that. So I'll leave you guys with Jamal Adams. Like I said, those shows are coming up. Uh, this one on Adams, I'm gonna have a Leo and uh, Jordan Jenkins show with Kyle Smith. He's gonna do that with me. Uh, he requested it. He wants to do it. So let's do it with him. That'd be fun. Get into some discussions about the film. Uh, then I have a Robbie Anderson and uh, Jonathan Harrison show. And then a Avery Williamson and Henry Anderson show. Then Shell and Herndon after that. And then I'll have a winter show by himself because he's a, he's a, actually has a lot of film on him. So I'll make him by himself. I'll have a May and a Noonwa show, uh, Tremaine Johnson and a um, James Burgess show or James Burgess Jr. Um, show. And then there's two more shows after that. We're going to have a superlatives, like 53-man roster prediction, uh, bold predictions type show. And these are some of the categories. And, you know, I want you guys to get involved, um, you know, either with tweeting, you know, about us being wrong about guys or tweeting your guys to us. Um, we'll have uh, Charmin do that, tweet out our, our uh, you know, our guys and our predictions and some interesting things that we, that we tweet out. But the topics, we'll have X-Factor, Comeback Player of the Year, Most Improved, uh, Most Valuable Player, Rookie of the Year. Offensive and defensive player of the year, breakout player, most disappointing player, uh, fastest, slowest relative to position, tough, uh, toughest player, most soft player, battles to watch, bold predictions in terms of like uh, our record, who has the most receiving yards, touchdowns, you know, sacks, et cetera, 
uh, 53-man roster prediction. So if you, if you want any other, like, superlatives in there, like best dressed, obviously, I'm not, you know, that's just the first one I can think of. If you want that in there and it sounds good, maybe I'll throw it in there as well. And then we're going to have another recap of the offseason with Marcus Coleman because obviously Marcus Coleman, our co-host, uh, has been gone. He's going to be gone during the offseason. That's basically how it's going to work is Marcus is going to, after, the, I guess, the Super Bowl, a little bit after the Super Bowl, maybe he'll do a show or two, but he's going to be gone from, you know, February until about August. So he'll be with doing us half uh, – he'll be doing, you know, six months of shows, and then the other six months will be me solo or with Scott Mason a little bit or with Kyle Smith or uh, maybe some other people, you know, depends. But we have plenty of topics. A lot of people run out of topics, you know, because they can't talk about McCagden and getting fired and Bulls getting fired and Gates a thousand times. They don't have film to talk about, but we have film to talk about. It's never ending. There, I have more film I could put out. Uh, that I could ever want, you know, if I wanted to do reviews on Luvu or Copeland or Roberts or, you know, uh, do they bring Claiborne back? Let's look at his film. Like the film never ends. So uh, definitely stick around. Um, and I think that's it. Oh yeah. One and five star rating. So we appreciate the five star rating. Uh, like I said, uh, people comment on YouTube. Likes and subscriptions are great on YouTube. I appreciate the comments as well. I read every single one of them. I, I usually comment back or like it at least, but the, the reviews that matter are on uh, TOJ Space Film, Space Room on the iTunes, um, which you can only do with an Apple phone, which is kind of stupid. Somebody did comment about some criticism for the show, which I appreciated. Uh, feels there's a little bit too much stuttering, which I, which I get. It is hard to talk for two hours. I don't edit the show. A lot of people, a lot of podcasts, they, they edit their own shows, and I'm not going to do that. And he felt like he wanted to be a little bit more scripted where – I bring up a play. Okay, this is the this is the I don't know actually scripted what he means, but uh, okay, this is the formation. This is what happens next play. Like I like to have a little bit of discussion in between. You know, talk about it. Okay, you know, this is what I feel about this play. Go to the next play. I have a little bit of discussion between that. You know, little things like looking at uh, forgetting the receiver's name all the time. Going into Google and looking up that. Like uh, you know, I don't I don't like the whole script. Okay, this is this play. This is what happens. Good play by Jamal Adams. Pause. Edit. Next. Okay. This play, Jamal. Ad, like I, I feel like that's too robotic. So I'm not going to do that. I appreciate the the uh, criticism. It, it was light criticism, he said, but I'm not going to do that. Maybe the stuttering it will work out eventually. But when you're trying to watch plays while talk, while understanding and trying to explain, sometimes it happens. It is what it is. So you might have to deal with it. But I appreciate that. The other news before we get into Jamal Adams, uh, Herndon was suspended for the first four games of the season which just came out right before I started recording, and this is Friday at 3.41 p.m. He was suspended the first four games. First game against Buffalo, Browns, New England, Philadelphia. That's a very, very hard uh, four-game stretch. If they make it out of those first two, uh, those first four games, two and two, I'd be very excited because then after that, I think of the Cowboys and the sixth game is another tough team. I forget exactly what it is, but the first six weeks are tough. If they can make it out of the first six games, six and, or, or three and three, I think that puts the Jets in a really good position. Then you played teams like the Bengals and the Dolphins and the Raiders, uh, et cetera, who are just not very good teams. So two and two in those first four, especially that Herndon, I'm taking it. Uh, we have to look at if the Jets are going to sign any other free agent, maybe maybe Austin Safarian Jenkins, uh, somebody. But going into the season with a rookie, you know, fourth-round draft pick, Eric Tomlinson, who doesn't offer much of anything minus blocking, and Daniel Brown as your tight ends. I either see the Jets signing another free agent veteran guy or going uh, in a lot of 10 personnel, you know, a lot of, a lot of empty sets, 10 personnel, you know, maybe, maybe the four receivers, maybe one of them is a guy uh, like a Ty Montgomery or Bell while Powell's in the backfield. But 
I want to see them going a lot more uh, empty sets if they don't sign one of those, you know, one of those tight ends. Yeah, there's going to be a lot, still 11 personnel. There'll probably be still be 12 personnel. I just don't think it happen as, uh, happening as often with uh, without a guy like Herndon, who, like I've said, I'll do a film review on him. I think he's a really good player. Uh, I don't. I'm not as hyped on about him as some other people are. Not saying I. I, I don't. I'm, not that I think or don't think he could be a top 10 tight end. I think that people or Jets fans mostly are already assuming that he is a top 10 tight end because of his production and some of the stats he put up. I think he can get there. I just don't think he's there yet. I think he's safely top 20, maybe in that top 15 range, but let's, let's, I would say pump the brakes a little bit on the top 10 stuff. He still has to prove a lot regardless of stats. There's a lot of plays that he missed or didn't make, um, or there's a lot of receptions that he had that were pretty easy catches that he was schemed open or the defense didn't play correctly and he had open catches, but he still did prove enough that I think he could be a pretty good tight end. We'll have a review of him. It's only 18 plays, a little bit shorter because if he had 30 catches and, you know, 16 of them were wide open catches, am I really going to put wide open catches on the, on the film? No. So he's going to be a shorter review, but uh, that's it. Minus the uh, Patreon, which I always bring up. Uh, I have two Patreons who I, both of the Joes, who I appreciate a lot. A uh, guy also commented on a, uh, the mic quality, I think the mic quality is okay. I think it definitely could improve. It's definitely not the best mic quality. I think it's a lot of it's, it's a lot better than some other podcasts out there. But uh, it's like an eighty dollars mic, so maybe maybe in a couple of months we'll look into getting myself and Marcus mics that are you know two hundred dollars. Then it's hopefully crystal clear. I know it, it doesn't sound like you're sitting in the room with me, but I, I think it's pretty pretty damn close. But mic quality is definitely something I'm looking looking to improve. The Patreons help that. The backdrop, having a blue yoga mat behind me or whatever it is, uh, could be maybe a turn on the Jets thing. And, you know, it's a big green turn on the Jets logo or a Jets logo, uh, improving video quality, improving computer speed, improving internet connection to make the, the, the show not as choppy. So there, there are times where it's me and another person and the videos are a little bit choppy. Um, so it's all stuff that the Patreon can improve. And by the way, that's Superlatives 53-man roster. Uh, prediction and bold prediction. That's going to be with Kyle Smith as well. Uh, maybe you'll throw Scott Mason in there as well. So you have three guys doing that show. It'd be more of a fun show, but I like to do those. And including those 10 shows, you're going to have breakdowns, film breakdowns of every single preseason game. So we have four, we have to, I have to pump out 14 more shows, including this one before the season starts. It is July 12th. I leave for 11 days. So let's say it's already like July 24th. I got to pump out, you know, t- uh, 14 shows in about a month and a uh, quarter. So there's gonna be a lot of content coming your way. Listen, if I miss the Johnson and Burgess show or May and Anuwa, I'm sorry, but it, it all depends on how much there's gonna be less on Twitter, more on this. Once I come back, there's two shows a week, no matter what I, I have to do two shows a week. I'm not going to be able to get it out. Uh, maybe some weeks with three. So I'm going to jam pack your guys, YouTube feed and, and podcast feed with a bunch of shows that I hope you guys do appreciate and enjoy. And hopefully you don't, uh, Get sick of me. They're not clicking on the winter show. You know, if you're a big Jets fan, let's, you know, what do you think about, well, I think about winters. Why does he struggle, et cetera? Why does he accelerate? Can he be better in this scheme? Can he be better under Pollock? Um, you never know. So listen to those shows. I'm going to be back in two seconds to pull up some Adams film. All right. Got a few. Oh, that's the, that's the Adams review. Hold on. Have a few plays versus the, Lions that I did not pull up yet, so sorry about that. Give me one second. <clears throat> this is the delay that the guy was talking about, but it's okay. <laughs> um, all right. Adam's on the backside of this uh, zone run out of this I formation. Looks like it's an open I formation, but you have a tight end who's the, the Y off who probably comes in motion, becomes 
becomes I form right strong. Um, Adams comes off the backside of this of this run. Uh, he obviously has great recognition. His pre-snap reads. He he knows what's coming. He sees the the heavy personnel um, with the not not heavy heavy but twelve personnel. He knows it's probably a run. This is really early um, in the game, and he's responsible for the for the backside right here. So he's gonna press up to the line of scrimmage. As soon as the ball is snapped, he sees the run coming. Uh, shoots down the the line of scrimmage, and he's able to um, make the tackle on Blunt. And this is like very very early in the season. Let me just bring it forward a little bit quicker here. And a lot of this play actually happens because of Steve McClendon um, in the interior right here, who beats his guy really quickly with a with a club rip, and then and then starts to you know make his way into the place uh, play side, which makes you know a blunt cut back right into right into Adams, who's flying off the edge right here, as you can see from this from this view. So um, obviously, great play by McClendon, great job by Adams, just with the recognition, the aggressiveness, and that that aggressiveness. Sometimes it hurts him. Sometimes it, it helps him. And I'll show some examples of it hurting him. It definitely does happen. It's more his aggressiveness more hurts him when he's when he's back in the second level or um, you know in the secondary versus when he's on the line of scrimmage. The line of scrimmage, you you have to be aggressive to to do what he does with getting tackles for loss, with getting sacks, things like that. Um, here you can see him directing traffic a little bit. Uh, he, he knows what's coming, especially as this receiver motions in tighter to get into a more advantageous, uh, advantageous position on Adams. He knows it's coming. He pushes Lee in uh, because he's no, he knows he's, he's responsible now for um, that ABC gap. And like I said, this is film study. A lot of the stuff, it's, it's almost hard to explain with Adams because I'm not even sure exactly what's happening sometimes with him because he'll move guys around based on formation. So he sees something right here with this motion. Um, he knows a run is coming. The It's an inside handoff, looks like inside zone right here. And – they, like I said, they bring that receiver in motion most likely to, to cut off Adams. They know he's going to shoot aggressively downhill. Adams times the snap pretty well, drops his shoulder, trucks over number 11, and is able to get in on the tackle. He actually makes a tackle completely. Um, you know, he has a little bit of help. Actually, I don't think Lee gets a hand in here, so he actually dives at the, at the ankles and, and gets him right here. So, like I said, really, really smart player. Um, directing traffic, knowing what play is coming, and then just dropping a shoulder, trucking over a receiver, and making a tackle. Uh, he is damn impressive on many, many, many plays, and there's a reason that people consider him the best or one of the best safeties in the NFL. Yeah, there's an argument for four guys, Adams, Derwin James, Eddie Jackson, uh, Bayard's an extremely underrated guy unless you watch film. He's super, super impressive. Guys like Harrison Smith, uh, Weddle, Thomas are still – up there are, but they're not. They're not in those with those top four guys. I don't think anymore. So those four guys, I I believe, if I had to rank my top three, four, those are guys that are there. Jets run cover two man right here, and this is one of those positions I talked about it actually on the Play Like a Jet podcast. It's coming out after I release this, I believe. I believe it's coming out on Monday. We talk about Jamal Adams or next Monday, whenever it is. This is one of those positions where they actually they they run cover two right here. As you can see, they're they're showing more of cover one. Um, with this look where you have, you know, you have, you have man look on the top, man look in the slot on the top of the screen. You have man on the bottom. Um, and you, you know, mostly I have man with Adams on the tight end. You have another, you have man on the running back somewhere over here with whether it be Wilcox, I believe is right there, but they're showing man or potentially even cover three, cover four, but they drop into to cover two where it's a little bit of a different cover two look where, you have a guy like Claiborne who's not really going to be able to play hash to sideline. It's more just closer numbers to sideline. And then you have um, Middleton who 
obviously he's breaking to the half of the field right here over top of the two guys on the top of the screen. And Adams, this is where they show a lot of trust in him, a lot of athleticism where he is asked to he's, – he's in a tough position right here. Usually if guys are in curl to flat, they're either playing press on the receiver and, and float under it or they're, they're you know, top of numbers in this position and get under it. But because of Adams' athleticism, they can disguise him on man on that wide tight end right there. And he takes his ang- exit angle. Um, on a on a good, he takes a good exit angle to the, to the uh, to the receiver and like I said they put a lot of trust in him to get there. The ball gets thrown. Stafford thinks he can hit that that quick window. Adams plays the ball well um, and he plays the ball through the hands. I'm going to show a different. This is more of the ground that he covered. You're going to see right here. And then the next uh, clip is going to be him and how he plays the ball right here because obviously he's blind with his with his eyes back to the or with his eyes on the receiver and trying to play catch up mode. But Adams times the jump well and he plays through the hands of the receiver right here and then you're going to see the secondary hand come too which is really really good coverage right here plays through the hands because listen if you can't if you're not going to be able to play the ball you want to play the hands that's what's catching the ball and even if you can't get the hands you want to play through the hands so uh, you're gonna see a lot of guys in film you know stick their arm between the the two hands and pull the arm back if they can't see the ball or to try to play those hands directly so there's two different ways to really play it but he plays the hands right here and you're going to see that right arm come over, too, and swat the arms down. So even if he wasn't able to get the ball completely out, just a little bit loose, that chop of the arms right there would make it a harder catch as well. So you have really strong hands to catch that ball. So really, really good play by Jamal Adams right there in coverage. And he definitely, he definitely took a jump in coverage from, from year one to year two. I think he's going to take a jump from year two to year three as well. Uh, he would admit to you most likely that he's not a perfect player. He's very, very crit- uh, critical of himself. And there's still some of the areas of, of his game he can improve on. But he is he's for sure damn good. You're seeing more of a deep safety role here. The Lions um, run power right here out of this. Uh, you have two, you have a, you have two back uh, back split in, in this gun set, which is going to be uh, 21 personnel. And you're having this side of the line blocked down, work to the second level uh, to the to the backside linebacker of Lee. You're going to have the who is it? Uh, so, so you actually, it's, it's, it's obviously Golden Tate's not in the best position right here. He's coming to crack Adams, but he just trying, he, he, that's, that's where he's put, that's the position he's put into. Jamal Adams, as the play is developing, he's obviously pressing the play side right here. He's coming downhill ready to make the tackle. He sees that Golden Tate and in the corner of his eye is coming and he's going to duck or he's going to duck underneath of it. So he's reducing his body right there. You see him get forward a little bit, like I said, to reduce his body. You don't want him to get your chest. If you give him your shoulder or your back, that's much better. And he gets in on the tackle. So quick reaction right here from, from Adams in that second level to get in on the tackle uh, of, of a minimal gain. So another good play from him in the run game. And it seemed like me and Marcus Coleman were doing shows every week and we're like, <laughs> we talk about Adams' play. And Marcus was almost like, yeah, another good play in the run game. Yeah, another good play in the run game. Yep, same thing. It's just he was uh, really, really impressive. Uh, this play is really good as well. He was put in a tough position on this play, which they drop into. You have you have cover you have cover three, and we're, obviously we're both on the podcast app. We're both on, uh, and we're on YouTube. I, you know, a lot of people watch on YouTube. I some I understand a lot. You know, there's a good amount of people listen on the podcast app. There's some times where I kind of get ahead of myself and I don't explain necessarily what's happening. It's hard to explain what's happening. Um, not it's not hard to explain what's happening. It's just it takes a lot of time. Where basically Adams is on the bottom of the screen, he's dropping in uh, into a curl to flat zone of this cover three, which I could show you better if you were uh, watching. But you have three deep guys, uh, the five underneath guys, so you have three man deep five under, and Adams breaks into the into the curl to flat, 
and they run a scissors concept um, right here where you have, you're going to have the, uh, yeah, it's scissors, even though it does break back out, but it, it works as a scissors right here where this defensive back, which is Claiborne, he's either going to carry this or he's going to, he's going to stop and, and take the, um, the, basically the, the corner route from the slot receiver right here which you'd be wrong in doing. So he's going to have to carry that vertical. So they're attacking Adams in that intermediate zone that curled a flat. So he carries them. That's fine. And they're attacking Adams. So you're going to play intermediate. You're going to play short. So they're trying to distract him, give him some eye candy with that short zone right there. Um, but Adams has enough awareness to know and, and look at uh, Stafford and see that he's loading up to throw, to throw it deeper behind Adams. Adams really fluid hips right here as he, as he changes directions in, in one, two steps. So one, two, and this is why they do a lot of those drills in the combine. Um, so quick, uh, fluid hips right there. And he, he's not able to contest the ball, but what he does is he gets in position. Like I said, he's a really tough position right here. This is, this is really a, almost a no win for many, many safeties. Uh, you're either going to take deep and then they get the first down with the, with the shorter route right there on a second and what looks like about five yards, four yards, flips the hips, and he's going to hit. Uh, the receiver right here, and I'll show it from a different angle. So really quick reaction, really fluid uh, athlete, really good acceleration, stop-start quickness, power. He is he is top level um, for sure here. Really good play right there to, to draw that ball loose with that with that hit. Next play is going to be the last play of the Lions game that I have. And by the way, he's 70 plays, I believe, I have of Adams. So we have a good amount of Adams plays too. He's obviously – uh, big time superstar, 115 tackles, so right around there, I believe, for Adams. I expect him to get more of these this year. Interceptions, it just hasn't been going his way with interceptions. This was pretty easy for him um, in terms of this. In terms of this interception, now the tight end is playing off the off of the off, uh, off of the line of scrimmage, so he doesn't press him. He is a little bit in in that catch man where he's like two to four yards off. I don't like catch man because you can't really read the quarterback and. You can't jam, so you're kind of put in an odd position. I would still like to see him a little bit closer to the line of scrimmage, but this is how he plays his coverage here. He opens his hips relatively early, so you have to worry about him opening his hips a little bit early here. Um, here that if the tight end was able to, you know, stab outside, press him outside the stem, and cut behind him right here, Adams would do uh, most likely a speed turn or be able to get his hips around really quickly and probably play the ball. But, you know, it still it ends up being good coverage. He gets his hands on during the stem right here. As he gets his hands on, you can see his eyes look back to the quarterback right here. And as he's breaking on the top of that stem, and the ball is 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 just a terrible ball uh, by by Stafford. Let's, let's be realistic here. Obviously, if, if Jamal Adams is inside and he's cutting to the outside. You want to put this ball outside only where the tight end can catch it, but he doesn't. It's way inside. Adams recognizes it. Uh, hands catch, which is nice. Um, he doesn't catch the ball at the body. Even though he's put in a weird position, he still is able to catch it underhand with the hands. And then he runs for another 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35 yards. I really thought when he picked this, I was like, it's going to be a touchdown. That's just Jamal Adams. He's just not going to go down. But he uh, – he obviously got tackled there, but really good uh, play by him for the most part, and I expect him to get 
uh, I said a prediction on Scott's show because ever since I said Scott, I don't like predictions. Not not behind the scenes. I joke with him on the show, but I actually don't like predictions because so many things can happen. Just like he asked me to predict Chris Herndon's season and stats. I don't remember exactly what I said, but I was like, is he suspended for two, four games? Are they going to get injured? Like, I don't know. So then, you know, someone can come back to me. Oh, well, you were wrong in the prediction. Yeah, I didn't know he'd get suspended for four games. I didn't know he was going to injured for three. You know, so you never really know. So I don't like stats, but uh, – She's talking to Adams. I think I, I think I said he's gonna get like he had like three and a half sacks this year. I think he's gonna get four, uh, four and a half, five, and then he's gonna have an uptick. He's gonna have three more interceptions than he had last year. He's gonna have four interceptions. That's what I said, but we'll see. Uh, let me bring up a couple more plays. Getting into the next game of the season versus the home game versus the Dolphins, which uh, was muggy as crap. I don't know if you guys remember that game, um, if you were there, but that that game was just hot. I remember being on the upper deck. I was like sweating my ass off, and you're, you're day drinking, and then you come in the stadium and run up all those stairs because what always ends up happening with me is, oh, we're going to leave the parking lot at 12. We end up leaving at 12.30 because some dude had to finish his last beer, and, oh, I, got, I forgot this in the, in the van, and, oh, I got to put this away. And then you end up running up to the line, sprinting up the stairs. You're sweating your ass off. So, um, Which, by the way, depending on who it is, I'm not going to say it to everybody, but if you are interested in coming to a tailgate, listen – you know, I understand people tailgate Gotham City crew, uh, Jet Nation. My old website does one; they're great. But if you want to throw me Venmo, some ten bucks, and come to the tailgate, and uh, you just better be ready to play games. I would not say it's very kid friendly. It could be, but I don't think it is very kid friendly. But uh, be ready to drink and get your ass whooped in cornhole. Uh, you could always, uh, you know, tweet at me, message me, Blue Joe T O J. You know, if you're going with your friends, great. Stay with your friends. If you're interested in going, you live in the area, but nobody's Jets fans, you want to go. Uh, you can come to the tailgate. You can always, people always come to the tailgate. Just don't be a weirdo. Um, so Adam's off the edge right here, uh, to, you know, to, to the right side of the screen, um, is blitzing as the, could be a, a run blitz, is blitzing as the Dolphins are running a fake mid zone split right here. But that split is really for the play action and for that, uh, that tight end on the, you know, looks on the fake play side to come as underneath as a sifter. Adam sees him coming. He alters his path a little bit, which he's attacking half man. You don't want to attack a full man. Gets his hand inside right. You see right there, which uh, initiates the contact. He keeps his chest clean. And as, as that contact is done, and now the tight end is standing upright more, Adam's, like I said, alters that angle. And he pulls, you see that pull down right there? So nice hands right here. Um, Good hand placement, get his hand inside, keep his eyes on the quarterback, jolts the tight end up, pulls him down to the ground, and then Adams chases him down, chases him down, chases him down. And good good technique on the on the the uh, forced fumble right here. You want to get one hand around, you can come into a pile up or if another guy's tackling with just one arm punching him, uh, punching the ball, but you want to secure the tackle first. Secure the tackle. So even if he misses, he's gonna come. He's gonna come down. He's gonna tackle him. Obviously, right here as he tackles him. So if even if the ball didn't come down, it's a tackle. But he's gonna come with that arm, chop it down at the ball. Really good technique. Good chase down. Good hand placement. Um, obviously, speed in the backfield. Boom. Force fumble on Tannehill. The Dolphins do recover, but another good play from Jamal Adams. And this is why I put him as my number one. Uh, it's it's really hard argument with him or Bell, who's number one. I think Bell in his prime, and if he was if he was what he if he is what he was in 2017 with the uh, Steelers, he's a special Hall of Fame guy. I think Adams is on that trajectory right now, second year, so there's a lot still to go. But I think Bell at his prime was a more impactful player than Adams is right now. 
Not saying that Adams can't be, but Adams was still my number one player uh, on the team just because of his age. Bell had a year off, so how's he going to fit into the new scheme, which is going to be heavy zone, which he's a patient running back, so that's fine. Um, so this play, they're in cover one hole. Adams is an off-man coverage on the tight end. Adams is about 9, 10 yards off, and this is just showing speed. I'm not sure exactly what all of his numbers were. I know like he's like a 4-5 type guy, 4-6 type guy, whatever it was. His pro day, he ran like a 4-4-3 or something like that. But I don't care about – like underwear Olympics are, point, are, are important to a certain extent. But this is play speed. I don't care what he ran. The, the amount of distance he covers right here on this, on this drag – uh, is very, very impressive right here. He the, the tight end presses a little bit upfield and it runs a drag as they run a mesh concept. I'm not sure exactly what the whole concept was, but it is a mesh underneath. And Jamal Adams covers some ridiculous ground right here. And then he plays the ball uh, really, really well again. And I've talked about it multiple times where see how he gets that upfield arm across um, and onto his hip and he's going to extend that right arm through or the left arm through. So even if he did miss the ball, he's stabbing through the ball and his arm's going to come around on a tackle. So good, um, good playing of the ball right here. Obviously this is elite. This is elite acceleration and speed right here. I don't care what anybody says. That is, that is impressive to get there that quickly. Um, with his size, he is, he's, he's impressive. That's, that's for damn sure. So, uh, that middle, that middle section of the Jets defense, man, with, with a guy like Henry Anderson, who I just went up his review, there's a reason he got eight nine million dollars a year. That wasn't an overpay. He's, he's a good player. You have McClendon, who I who I who I'm high on. I like him as a nose stuffing, uh, as a as a nose tackle stuffing type guy, defensive tackle. He could he can run. You know, I wouldn't want to see him on a ton of stunts and exchanges, but he can run them. Um, he's a really good player. Obviously, Leonard Williams, Quinton Williams, Mosley, Avery Williamson, Jamal Adams. The way to beat the Jets is to spread them out. You have to hope they address. You know, the cornerback position, you have to hope that the pressure gets there quickly on the exotic blitzes that they have, whether it be you're sending six, seven guys or you're sending like a four-man creeper blitz, uh, which, which I'll explain once we see a creeper blitz. Um, pirate stunts, T stunts, TT stunts, ET stunts, cross dogs. They're going to do a lot of different things um, on, on this defense. But here, cover it's a cover one look. Adams is the single high safety. So... It's Amendola running that uh, the deep the deep dig over top of this mesh concept, which, by the way, I put this in the Avery Williamson review. Just peek at that right there. That's a pretty damn impressive play within five yards to truck him over like that. Basically, he's a wall defender. And Adams uh, comes from, from deep middle. You don't want to see – obviously, Buster Screen just opens up and gives him the inside right here. Jamal Adams reacts down, downhill from, from very deep, and he lays a big shot. So, listen, Amendola got the first down here, but – is Amendola going to catch his next ball coming across the middle because of Adams? I don't know, man. He is an enforcer. I've said it multiple times that Brian Dawkins is my favorite player ever. I know he's on the Eagles. Uh, I don't care. I loved how he played the game, and he was, uh, he's a good dude. The way he crawled out of the tunnel, man, he was, he was just awesome when I was a kid. Jamal Adams is, is one of those type of players. He is super versatile, a hard hitter, likes to set a tone, takes no plays off um, at all. And clean hit right here drops his shoulder. There's no helmet to helmet. He's let's. I don't. I hate the whole defenseless receiver thing. So if he was here earlier, if he caught the ball here and hit him, this would be defenseless receiver. So what is Adam supposed to do? Let him land and then hit him, or just swat at the ball? I think that's an ass rule. But listen, he goes to tuck the ball. He's you know Adams is there, lowers his shoulder, and he knocks the wind at him. He he's laying on the ground for a little bit after after that play. So he tosses the ball away and just grabs his ribs. He probably he probably bruised the rib right there. Um, if I had to guess, so 
you got to uh, you got to love that. Next play against the Dolphins again. The last play against the Dolphins. Then we go into the Browns game, which was week was that week was it week three or week two? I guess it was week three. I guess it was week three, right? So um, that that uh, James Burgess only played three games, and he had like four tackles, two tackles, and he then he broke his freaking leg in the Jets game, which I'll show in his review or Shell's review where Shell gets trucked by a guy who he has 70, 80 pounds. I'm not very high on Shell, so. Adams is down in the box, you know, uh, on this play, he ends up being the, the Mike linebacker on this, on this duo run. So you have the two double teams duo almost, it, it really is. People say power without, without a polar. And that's, that's what it is. Um, where you're really going to isolate your, his read is really the Mike linebacker. You're going to the, the center and the backside guard are working to the, uh, backside linebacker we're usually the center no matter what work, works towards the mic on inside zone so it's like inside zone power without a puller kind of so Adams presses down towards a lot of scrimmages reading the running back the entire time he uses his length on the left guard right here keeps him off of him keeps his eyes in the backfield ducks down makes a tackle on Gore uh, and good play uh, to keep himself clean of that um, of the left guard right there make the tackle eyes in the backfield Next play versus the Browns, Tyrod Taylor, who I w- – actually, listen, during that game, did I wish Tyrod was staying in the whole game? Yes, even before the game, I was like, I hope Tyrod comes in because, you know, Browns fans are going to go crazy if Mayfield plays. And I wish Tyrod played the whole game at the time. Uh, now, if we won that game, we probably wouldn't have got Quentin Williams, so I'm fine with everything that happened this season, all the losses. I, I love Quentin Williams as a player. People are obviously really excited that they drafted him, but do not sleep on that guy. He's going to be a monster. Adams blitzes, blitzes off the edge on this. Uh, it's I formation left, and they run play action. The running back is assigned Jamal Adams, the E-mall, and Adams rushes Adams. Change, he changes angles up a little bit right here. He, he attacks the half man, the inside man, um, and he makes the running back flip his hips, so now he has an easier angle to the, to the quarterback. Adams attacks him aggressively, gets both hands on, uh, uses extension, pushes him off, little arm over right here, uh, and like an ice pick, like the ice pick where he's pushing himself off of off of the uh, running back to to accelerate, and it's a nice change of direction right here through contact as well. The quarterback gets rid of the ball, but he just chucks it out of bounds because of the pressure that Adams has off of the edge right here. So good job, you know, basically throwing the running back and getting around, showing nice bend, athleticism, hand placement, technique, a uh, couple of things right there. Next play is one of the plays in coverage where, like I said, in coverage. Um, he's not, he, he's elite in the run game. I think he's very good in coverage. He still has some things to work on. We're right here. They're, they're disguising it a little bit right here, but they're showing, they're showing man coverage on, on this, uh, this, this, it's, it, well, it's a, it's a three man set. So this is like a, this is, uh, Trey, you can call it like Y trips, um, whatever you want to call it. He's like, it's like Y off trips. Actually, Trey is actually, I, I, call it Trey when the tight end flexes out wide it's a tight end in the in the trips look so I'm gonna call this Y off trips and they're disguising it like it's man coverage right here looks like it's man 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 at the last second you have Perry Nickerson who comes in off of the off of the edge on the blitz and Adams for me in coverage this play he's he opened his hips way too early I would, I would like to see a back pedal and then a weave, which is basically you're just keeping your, your hips square to the line of scrimmage and you're, and you're moving in, in your back pedal while, while square, but you're moving horizontally. So he opens his hips up too early right here. Um, 
as he is in man coverage on on Landry, which is giving him, which is giving Landry this entire side right here. And any anything cutting back backwards at this point or out, he he has, and it's because Adams opens up too early. And you see you see the long steps that he's taking right here. You want to see. Any, any, in any situation where you want to have a ch- quick change of direction, obviously, unless you're in full sprint where you, you don't have, you're not afforded that opportunity, you want to have more, sh- uh, more short, choppy steps, which is why you don't want to see him shuffle right here. You want to see him, uh, you know, go into a back pedal with a weave, and he plays too far inside right here, which is why Landry is able to uh, beat him outside now. Tyrod misses him, but this is, this is a rep that Jamal Adams is, is easily beat for in, in coverage um, on that play. So, next play versus the – oh, let me pull it up. Versus the um, Jaguars. Sorry, I screwed up bringing up the film before I did that. Okay, so – this actually play he talked about on the, on the he talked about on YouTube. There's a thing on YouTube of him like breaking down plays, and there's a lot of things that people look for pre-snap. There's a lot of tendencies that that coaches look for from wide and splits to to, to spacing uh, to depth of guards and tackles and what they're about to do. This is they they study it all the time. Okay, well every single time that this guard pulls, his weight is on his on his on his you know balls of his feet, not his hands. So. And this is what Adam said he saw. People study this stuff all the time. Like I said, splits and that. Uh, it's not necessarily, you know, if I study the Jaguars every single game, I would, I would get this, this cue. But you could see it right here where if you had to guess between these two guys, between the, between the left guard and the, and the left tackle, who's, who's, who's going to work up immediately to block uh, a defensive lineman or work to the second level? Which one is it going to be if you're looking at the screen? It's going to be him. It's going to be the left tackle because all of his weight is on his toes where – if their weight is on their, if their weight is on their, uh, sorry, all of his weight is on his hand. If your weight is on the ball, your ball, your feet, your, your, you know, maybe your heads up, maybe you're looking around. That's things that that can tip off, you know, maybe a puller. Or a lot of people say if their if their ass is really high in the air, that means that they're going to pull as well because they're not they're not low to the ground right here. You could see that he, the, the left guard is much higher up than the left tackle. That keys Adams off to being to him pulling. That's why Adams is pressing down so hard. As soon as he pulls. That, that confirms what Adams is thinking, that they're going to uh, be running this. looks like it's a counter, but it, it gets screwed up a little bit. Adams reacts to it, shoots into the backfield between that vacated gap. Boom, tackle on Leonard Fournette for, for a run stuff, no gain. Really impressive. Uh, the speed that he has right there, the tackle was good. The film study, he film study makes a player. Listen, you could be great athletically, which is obviously required, but smarts is what makes good players. I'm thinking a smart guy over athletic guy any single day of the week. So this play right here, you're having a looks like a, it's a mesh. You have the mesh sit concept where they, which they ran overs and mesh sit, mesh sits and unders and overs, um, deep mesh all versus the Jets this game. They just could not figure out how to how to defend it. Which you know mesh, you want more man looks. And they kept running zone, but you have Adams who is dropping into a deeper zone. Looks like it could have been a. Look at his split coverage. You had, you, had, you had some man in some zone here. You had zone underneath. Um, Adams was dropping into his zone as well. So it looks like it could have been cover one, uh, but Adams is only really playing that side. But I'm not going to – I broke it down um, on a different play. I'm not going to try to watch this a thousand times to remember what I was looking at. But Adams reacts downhill, and this is just a big hit from, from him. Uh, this is just showing the enforcer you know, that he is. 
number 84, which I believe is Keenan Cole. Is that his name? Uh, I know it's, it is Cole. I just had to the back of the but I believe it's Keenan Cole. And Jamal Adams comes uphill or comes downhill. And listen, run out of bounds right here. If you don't want the hit, don't, don't drop your shoulder and keep running upfield. Run out of bounds. Uh, I think they got into a little bit of like a – actually, it wasn't after this play. It was after a different play. But you got to love him dropping his shoulder and trucking a guy over like that, sending him a good five yards out of bounds and then the stare down after flexing a little bit right there. So got to love that. His, his mentality is just fantastic. He, he is the lifeblood of this Jets defense, and he's a player I want to sign right now for eight years, $100 million. You know, actually, it's going to be a lot more than that, but give the guy whatever the hell he wants. This look was interesting. You have cover one right here, but you have both of May and Adams dropping into like hook zones as like Robert, as in a robber type role, and Adams, as he's dropping back, he gets into, you know, he gets into the proper exit angle. As he's getting to the op- into the exit angle to to play these you know any in breaking route, he reads the quarterback. He sees that the quarterback is loading up to throw. He confirms with who it's to. You see his eyes scan right here. Confirms that he's still throwing. It looks back again. Leads him right into the ball. Boom! Big hit. Yeah, he gained two three yards, but Adams just stopped the play on on third and six in that in that in that robber type role that that he was in. So good recognition, good reading of the quarterback, good hit secures a tackle, gets some help, and uh, makes the play on, on third and six. Next play, so quick on close. I think he's on the top of the screen right here. Yeah, he's on the top of the screen and comes off the edge again. Any any in, interior type run, whether it be to Adam's side or away from Adam's side, any interior run where he's going to be unblocked, you're not going to get to him on the crack, which might be what this – it looks – yeah, that, that receiver right there. It's coming to crack Adams, but you, you better get there quick or tighten that split, which is why a lot of teams you, you would see later in the season would tighten their split to try to crack Adams. Adams would see that big. Okay, that's a run play. And uh, he's, a, he's a nightmare to deal with in the box. He, he'll, he'll line up as a, as, a, as a Sam, as a Will, as a Jack, and like a 3-4 look. Um, he is he's really, really impressive. Comes quick off the edge right here and makes a tackle, as you're going to see right here, as he's switching sides based on the strength of the formation and that motion. And uh, gets gets in there really really quickly for the tackle on Lindsley. Next play, good coverage snap where they're going to try to pick Adams on the top of the screen right here. Little rub route. You're gonna see this tries to work as a rub route as they the guy the guy on the top right here. You know um, the receiver, whoever it is, the receiver. As you have the Y off, who's going to work underneath of it, and that's kind of a, that's a little bit of a tip off too right there. Where it, it could be a tip off. I, I don't know what the Broncos do all the time, but if he was on the line of scrimmage, it'd be harder for him to to work flat if this gets jammed up because he's off. He gives himself a little bit more room underneath the formation, so that could be a tip off too. I, a, I don't know if they do that all the time, and that's that showed on film. But Adams does a good job. He's in man coverage of the Y off tight end instead of trying to to work underneath of it. Um, to the flat, he works over top of it, but he, he recognizes he doesn't let himself get, get jammed, you know, pushed inside, gets his hands inside, fights to stay over top of it, and then he, he's going to get onto the, uh, the tight end right here, who, who, like I said, breaks through the sideline. So it looks like it's he could have hit him in the flat right here, and that's what it was probably designed to do. But as he holds the ball, he, he turns it into a wheel, which even in this position, Adam's making a tackle this entire time, turns up for the wheel. Adam gets his hands on, looks back to the quarterback, and basically shoves him out of bounds right there. So uh, the ball is thrown away and over top of both of their heads. Missed tackle from Adams here. Let's see what this is about. There's still some times where, you know, it's, it's much uh, more few and far between than it was his rookie year. But there's sometimes he's a little bit over aggressive. 
Um, and, and there's some times where his angles are a little bit off on this play. Obviously, number 28, which is Friedman or Freeman. Adams takes the angle. Oh, so I'm blocking myself. I, let me move my, my screen so I can see myself. You're going to see Adams come from the top of the, of the screen right here to the right. So on this play, you can see what happens is he, he, he's a little bit too aggressive coming downhill where he's coming on a really, really vertical angle where he knows he has help inside from multiple guys in, uh, you know, in pursuit angles. So if anything, you want to see him be more outside, get more outside leverage and then tackle him. Or from this, you know, from this point, you know, like I said, either shuffle and, get, and, and, and widen out or t just if you are going to be in a, a sprint or a run, a jog, whatever – just work more outside right here. He needs to work more outside instead of so far vertically. So he needs to flatten that angle because of that. Like I said, so if he flattens out here, he's either going to make the tackle or he's going to cut back inside where he has, he has you know, multiple guys in, in pursuit. So too aggressive at an angle. And that aggressive angle leads to another 5, 10, you know, nearly 15 yards. So better angle is needed from, from Adams right there. A little bit too aggressive. And that's, like I said, this is one of those plays where I just showed that his aggressiveness can hurt him. So... Next play is going to be play number 20. This is, oh, this was a play. I remember this. Uh, this is a pretty damn clear push off right here. We had cover one. Adams is uh, on man coverage on the tight end, who's the number three on this side. So the one thing about this is you can see the feet that I'm saying with Adams. If you look at his feet right here, you see the, see the hop, like the hops. How is the, the, the steps are a little bit too big right here, but I want to see, shorter strides which allows you to react quicker so i want to see that improve a little bit more but he is able to stay over top on this uh on the on the deeper out route and there's a clear push off right here see the hand extended into adams and adams slips down to the ground into the reception so there wasn't a better angle of this they didn't they didn't show it close up i don't believe but so i want to see a little bit more or less of the hoppy hoppy feet he stays over top well um but a little bit of hoppy feet leads to him maybe being a little bit off balance here as he's trying to get outside because, like I said, he's taking big steps. You see right here, bigger steps. Um, but there's a, there's a pretty damn clear push off right there. I believe the next play, I pulled up, uh, has something like that as well, where he's where he's cleaned up. Or I mean, where he's where he's pushed off. So pushed off, but but could clean up. Okay, so yeah, this is this is an angle type thing. So they are disguising a little bit right here where Adams is in man coverage on, on the on the tight end right here who split out a little bit wider than a, than a wide tight end. So he is fine to play outside like that, but the thing with that is, is this angle. So as the ball is snapped, because he's, he takes this aggressive angle to him, you see how the angle changes from, from more um, you know vertical working over top to more aggressive on this, what let's call it his, like his third or fourth step. So, if anything, I'd like to see him stay a little bit more over top right here. Because he takes that aggressive angle, he lets the tight end get past him and, and work vertically, and then it creates separation. So, if now if he was to, to take a different angle, like I said, where he was to work more over top, now he's working through, through Adams, who's going to stack him right here, and he's not going to be able to really get vertical. So, a little bit too aggressive as well right there. He creates separation. Adams does a good job of never looking back to the quarterback, and he's in, he's in pursuit mode. So, like I said, when, when you're beat, don't look back to the quarterback no matter the situation. You have to get on your guy's zone coverage, man coverage, whatever it may be. So, Adams gets on his guy. So, with this, there's a push-off right there. You see, you're going to see his, the tight end's left hand on Adams and push-off right there, which gives him that separation. Adams still tries to play through the ball. 
Um, now, what I would like to see here as well is him get that right arm around the waist and then play the ball with the inside hand um, where if, if you try to push off with his hand around him, he's not really going anywhere because he has that point of contact um, on his on his upfield hip. So could have cleaned up a little bit, but a clear push off right there. That was that was really, really clear in that one. Um, both plays where he – I think it was literally back-to-back he let up those plays. So I would like to see the refs be a little bit more aware right there of, of him getting clear, a clear push off because, listen, the receivers already have enough advantages. Let's not let receivers push off as well. Um, which happens all the time. So, all right, next play against the Indianapolis Colts. Got a few more plays against them. I have a crap load of plays against the Vikings. Um, I'm not sure why I did so many, but it's you know whatever's film worthy, it's film worthy. You're gonna see Adams at the top of the screen right here. Um, comes down unblocked as they run another interior run. I'm gonna try to guess what this is. It looks like a little. It's a little bit different than zone. It appears. Um, no, it could be backside zone. It could be like a like a tight belly zone. Regardless, Adams is unblocked off of the edge, which is never a good idea. Third and one, especially you know he's going to be aggressive and coming downhill, cr- just absolutely crushes the <laughs> the uh, running back, and he forces a fumble here, um, and the Jets recover on third and one. So really, really good play on uh, is Robert Herman is his name? Could be wrong. Helmet on the ball, coming across the body, uh, really clean tackle, nice and low, wrap up. And you're going to see the end of this play. I recorded this is such a long play because I really like the, the end of it. You're going to see the hit a couple more times. Like I said, third and one to stuff him and force the fumble. Awesome play. And then you're going to see Turbin at the end right here. The, the ener- obviously, the energy is always fantastic. And you're going to see uh, Turbin right here walking on the sideline. <laughs> He's a little bit banged up from from Adams. You you got that's that's safeties, man. Safeties and linebackers. You want to got you have guys who can hit. Uh, I know it's, the NFL is going a little bit away from that stuff, but my safety, I want to be able to, to rock guys, um, you know, like that. So next play, let's see. Adams is in. They're in cover four. Three under four up top. Yeah, so he's he's matching any vertical stem of this tight end and same thing for, for Roberts. Now with this play that I remember, he could have, he could have been expecting Lee to, to play this better. Listen, Lee doesn't have enough. There's no number three threat really right here. Especially as he reads the defense, there's really nothing, there's nothing really working across the field and, and threatening him in front. So Adams could have been expecting Lee to play that better outside. So he was, he was inside, but you could see with the leverage with the inside leverage again, you see how his hips are, are open. Um, She's not able to break as fast on the ball where if your hips were, were square to him, at least not in my mind. And he's playing with heavy inside leverage. It's so you could you could break if you're shuffling, but if uh, if you're so far inside, it's it's harder. So you could have been expecting Lee to play this better, but um, still he I think he cheats a little bit too far inside. You see again the the hoppiness. It's his big steps. Um, so he could clean it up a little bit with more short steps, and luck does miss him. Um, on that on that play, so the next play against the Colts leads is Tampa two. Yeah, we have Tampa two. Adams is the near uh, deep half safety, so he's responsible for anything deep on that half side of the field, and he's going to see the tight end. You know, work the seam, work the open uh, part of the field. At uh, Luck is looking to hit him right behind the linebacker in that in that hook to seam zone. Adams shows really he shows good acceleration right here. Uh, stops, breaks with that right foot, 
gets behind behind his body, accelerates fast. He gets there like a quarter of a second early, but it, it wasn't called. He gets there really, really quick. They're gonna see right here. I played in full speed, quick, quick, quick. He's have fun working the middle um, with with Adams, man. He's he's exciting to to watch. This was a really good play. You want to get there as the ball arrives. It's just a tad second early. You might get called. You might not. This one, looking at it, it was just a split second early, but still really, really good play from Adams. Next play, which is going to be versus the Vikings now, uh, missed tackle. This is a time where he's coming from deep again where he's in a, going to miss a tackle. And there's sometimes where he he's super aggressive where he doesn't like to, like, break down. And he, sometimes he comes in a little bit uncontrolled. Now, this is a really good cut by number 44, um, just to, to, to see Adams and be able to break that, that quickly and, and cut inside. But I just wanted to – it was just throwing it out there. It's not a huge – I don't think this is – there's not a play before that I showed Adams and taking that bad angle on the sideline. This one, he really expected the running back to be there. So you'd like to see him break down a little bit more, have a little bit more control of, over where he's going. But that does allow another, you know, five, six yards, wherever it, it may have been at the end if you actually – you know, counted the yards, but this is a coverage snap. I said it wasn't the best for Adams. So there's some plays that he struggled in this, and there's some plays that he didn't. He's playing over top of the number one and two right here. Not sure if he's supposed to stay inside, if he was a, just a bracket on um, Thieland or not. But regardless, if it's a bracket or if he's playing, you know, cover two, because it actually looks like it might have been two like brackets right here. You have a bracket on the outside, bracket on the inside right here, but. Um, that's it could have been a different call, but that's what it looks like. So for me, this is more about the leverage again, where Adams, you know, at first he's by the hash, and you have two guys, both the corners end up with outside with with inside leverage. So they're either going to work vertically or outside. It's hard for guys to cut inside. So if anything, even at the snap, I would like to see Adams more um, to the outside because he's really cheating far inside again right here, and because of that. Adam shows he shows really good acceleration right here. You see the top end speed, but because you have Thieland who runs a good route on that out uh, of this, like it's looks like a it's a wolf concept. So you have the, the number one run the short um, out route and the deeper corner or out route, and that is a wolf con wolf concept. It's a high low read. It's a uh, variation of smash. So, like I said, good acceleration from Adams on this play that you're. You know, about to watch again, and he actually plays the ball, you know, pretty well, and he he makes up that distance well, but he just he's not able to. Uh, to he, both of his hands come and try to and try to smack that ball out, but he's not able to make it. Thielen makes the catch, so the leverage right there uh, was an issue for me on that play. Next play, they're going to run another inside mid zone, I believe, with this with the uh, with the sifter who actually works upfield. This is like a different look, so you have. You have the zone with the one guy working upfield to the linebacker, potentially the linebacker level, which is new little wrinkle that they threw into this. Adams comes off the edge free, which you do not want to do. And he's able to make the tackle along with uh, Nathan Shepard right here, who I don't know how he necessarily won his man. It looks like, oh, nice. Okay. So he, so he tacks the inside shoulder, throws a rip. Shepard has physical capabilities, and I know a lot of people are saying, okay, well, he's 20, a clear hold right there, Jesus, on number 29, or 69. Um, almost, I'm surprised it didn't hurt Shepard's knee, or, you know, but um, regardless. So Shepard, just talking about him, is he has the physical capabilities. He's definitely strong. He has enough athleticism, but he is super raw with his technique. He, he, looks, he looks awkward out there at times, how bad his technique is. 
um, on a lot of different plays. So I know he's 24, 25 years old, and people expect you know 24, 25 years old to be developed. Developed, yeah, if you're at Oklahoma, Alabama, you know, but when you're working Division Two or whatever he was at, Division Three or Canadian League, whatever the hell he was in, you're not going to be as developed. So hope he can develop into a good backup defensive lineman. And, you know, if he can develop into a ledger doable type, I'm not saying body type and everything like that. I'm just talking about impact as a backup uh, defensive lineman. That'd be great. A couple guys back there with, with him. Um, you have you have uh, Fado Kasi. And another interesting guy on the defensive line who played relatively well looking back at some of his games. And, you know, he, was, he wasn't Leonard Williams or anything like that. But, but the guy who looked like Leonard Williams, I believe is number 91, uh, Kafusi. Kafusi and the guy I talked about before, uh, James Burgess, are two guys to look at on the defensive line and then the outside linebacker, the linebacker unit, who might make this team who a lot of people don't really know about. Um, so that's some interesting stuff we'll talk about more on the 53-man roster predictions. But I, I expect those guys, you know, listen, if Kafusi beats out Fado Kasi, I, 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 that would not shock me. But um, enough with, with Shepard. This is the Adam show. But you know, why not talk about a guy if he shows up in film? So this is why it's not good to be like scripted in my mind. Like, oh, this is the play. Adam shoots off the backside, mid zone. You know, you know, whatever. whatever. And especially when we start getting into games, we start getting guests in here uh, with Smith and um, Scott pausing. Okay, this is we're gonna talk about this play. I just don't like the flow of that, especially during the season when you have more conversations and stuff. So I never like scripted stuff, really. You know, um, so this play is another one of those plays. We're gonna look off the right side of the screen right here. Where the Vikings, Jamal Adams saw this on film. It's it's undoubtedly he saw this on film. He sees that they tighten the split of Treadwell. Treadwell is trying to block Adams. Adams knows it's coming. One look at the personnel. You already you already have twelve personnel, and do they run to the weak side? No, they don't run to the weak side. So they're running to the to the strong side right here, where everybody's you know blocking to the to the. Uh, to their right. So it's like a zone run. And this is a, this is like an interesting zone run that teams are doing now where you'd think that everybody blocks to the, to their right. So it'd be a run to the right uh, or a handoff to the right side of the quarterback. But a lot of teams now are blocking to the right and it's a zone run, but they're not reading a typical, you know, a gap, B gap in an inside zone uh, on that front side. They're handing off to the, to the backside and then reading the backside of the run. It's, it's interesting, but it still is a zone run. Um, Adam sees that it's coming. He sees, Treadwell with a Titan split, times a snap really well, drops his shoulder, trucks him over, makes a tackle. At, I'll play it again in full speed. You're going to see him truck over. Have fun, just good luck blocking him. Tight ends for the most part. You know, the, the, maybe a guy like Gronk could, could got a get the better of him for a rep or two, but receivers, no way, man. You're going to see a couple plays later in the season where he lights up Edelman. Edelman wants no – he owns Edelman, and I love it because I don't like Edelman. I think Edelman is a, is, talks a lot of crap, and, uh, you know, he's a good receiver. But people talk about him like, which, my God, Josh McCown, talking about him top five, putting him over guys like whoever he put over. There's many more guys who deserve to be in the top five than Josh McCown. But um, let's see. Yeah, this this, in my opinion – was probably Jamal Adams' worst play this season. I did not like this play. They run, and they run a mid outside zone right here. The running back cuts it in because you have Frankie Luvu who maintains good outside leverage. He sets a pretty strong edge right there. Adams, he's he comes downhill. He needs to see this gap right here one, which I think he does. But he's more concerned with laying a lick right here on Thielen than he is with tackling the running back. 
way too oh, way way too aggressive right here. This is that's on Adams. It's on a couple different guys. I also think it's on Avery Williamson, which I'll bring up on his review. But he crashes too far. He he crashes too um, hard inside right there, where he could have played that gap as well. But Adams is way too concerned with with the crack block right there. Uh, he needs to keep his eyes in the backfield. That's that is definitely on Adams. Um, that was probably his worst play of the season. He's going to have a bad player too, but still, like I said, overall he's he's a monster. So backside of the run right here. What do they try to do again? They motion incredible to try to get him better better leverage on Adams or on the edge, whoever it may be. Adams sees that. He presses up to the line of scrimmage, and look how ready he is to go at the snap right here. Look at him. He, he knows it's coming. He's not stupid. He's a freaking – he on top of his aggressiveness and his, his – he has elite athleticism from strength, size, arm length, uh, fluid, uh, fluidity in his hips, change of direction, foot speed – you're going to put on top of a guy who's a fantastic in the film room. This is why he is the number one, number two safety in the NFL. Um, him and Derwin James are close, but my personal preference, my bias, I'm putting Adams one, Derwin James two, probably Eddie Jackson three, Bayard, or actually probably Bayard three, Jackson four, uh, maybe a guy like uh, Earl Thomas is probably five now at this point. You guys like Harrison Smith and Weddle right behind those guys. Um, so, like I said, same thing as before, lowers the shoulder, gets inside. He doesn't truck over Trevor right here, but he gets inside. He keeps his, his inside arm free and, it, and, his, and his chest clean, makes a tackle on Latavius Murray um, for a loss of, of one yard. Don't try the same crap on Adams again. It's just it's not going to happen. Next play, he's not really even involved in the play. It's, it's third and goal. Well, he's involved in the play, but Cousins hits his running back in the flat, which, hey, $100 million a year quarterback, you have a pretty clean pocket. Could he have stepped up in the pocket, worked to the uh, worked toward the line of scrimmage, and, and waited for a guy to uncover? Yeah, you know, if he was a good quarterback, but unfortunately he's very average. And I was probably, especially after watching a lot of film on him this year, a lot more film on him. Uh, I watched a little bit with the Redskins, but he was always average. We, I think as Jets fans, we hyped him up a little bit. I always had 12 to 15 range, I believe. Um I think he's much closer to that 15 to 17 range, especially after this year with the, you know, he had a bad offensive line, but listen, you had guys, you know, like Murray who's solid. You have guys like Rudolph who's solid. You have obviously two guys who are considered top 10 receivers in Diggs and Thielen. Then you guys won, what they go seven, eight and one. They were extremely disappointing. Them and the Jaguars, man, the Jaguars going from almost a, what they went to the conference championship. Did they play? No, no. It was a divisional round. Cause they, no, they beat the Steelers, went to the conference championship against the, the Patriots. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, um, Patriots won, but the the Vikings were supposed to be in that race in the NFC for the top seed, and finished finished seven, eight, and one, or eight and eight, whatever it was. And the Jaguars, uh, you know, obviously shit the bed, like I just said. So I like this play. Because, and I, sorry, I was getting off track there, but you have two guys already coming on this tackle. Adams doesn't really have to come in right here. You know, it's third and goal. You have two guys securing the tackle. Look at the aggressiveness. Look at that freaking hit from Adams. I love how aggressive he plays. His mindset. Look at look at this one between him and Lee. Did, 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 did it with Lee kind of coming in half-assed, and you have Adams working a thousand miles per hour. Boom, lays him out. This is where Adams talks about dogs. You want dogs. The guys know this stuff, like on, this stuff on film about Adams. Uh, you see Lee, just uh, he, man, come on, lay a shot right here. You have one guy making contact. I know it can be a little bit. He's trying trying to be a little bit conservative, maybe. But uh, look at Adams. He's just coming flying, ducking his shoulder, laying out Murray. Um, this is why he's my favorite player on the Jets. I love hard-hitting safeties who are aggressive like this, and he just brings energy. 
just every single rep. Um, culture changer. He really is a culture changer. So another player right here, I'm going to show that energy. Um, you know, I'll gush over the energy. This is, this, is, this, is, this is just Jamal Adams. So he's actually in man coverage, I believe, on the, uh, the tight end right here. You have Cousins who hits another guy, another one of his guys on the flat on that whip route. Jamal Adams, again, look, you have, you have two guys who are containing him, two guys um, who are involved in the tackle. Does Adams care? No, he's wrapped up. The whistle's probably going to blow. What does Adams do? Jumps over top and, you know, lays a, lays a hit on him to bring him to the ground where other guys are just wrapping him up and happy to just drive him backwards. You have Adams who does not need to be involved in this play at all, jumps over the top to create a pile and, and you know, uh, bring Diggs to the ground. You you can see Diggs get a little bit pissed off right here. But, dude, it's football. Man up. I, I you Man, Adams is, is great. Um, next play, you have snap timing. Adams is on the strong side again, coming down in the box. That's like that Sam times the snap. Well, again, you can see he's already, he's already working to the line of scrimmage and, and times it well. It gives him a little, a little bit of breathing room from the line of scrimmage. Times it well. They run a, what looks like a mid zone, mid inside zone. Adams comes off the edge. Good snap timing, unblocked. Any interior run or even just like a mid zone where you might be trying to work to the outside hip of the tackle. Um, your chances are you're not going to get there if you have to hesitate at all. Uh, the running back hesitates. Murray Adams makes another tackle for a tackle, uh, another tackle for loss for him on that play. Third time that they try to do this, at least that I that I highlighted. They could, it could have been more times, but what happens again? They're they're they motion they motion Treadwell in. Adams times a snap yet again. You can see he's already working before the ball is even in, in Cousins' hands. Lowers his shoulder, works hard inside, gets in on the tackle, on, uh, which, which is this play is most likely a short yardage situation. I, I believe it was. Gets in on the tackle with multiple other Jets, brings him down, comes in with extreme energy every single play. Uh, halfway mark, play number 35 of Jamal Adams. Oh, this is this is the shot, and he said he was in. They were in bracket coverage, so he's in a bracket coverage right here. So they were basically it, it's they're they're bracketing. Uh, I believe it was Thielen. Yes, yeah, Thielen inside. So he has Thielen no matter what right here, and anything inside, he's going to to react to it. Anything even over top, he's going to to react to it. A cone's a little bit more a little bit different. Where if he went outside, you know, let's say if this was a cone on this situation, if if he was reading him on a cone or him, let's just say you know the the uh, the guy who's actually reading number two. If number two was a cut outside, then Adams would either would read the back, the, either the back side of the play or maybe the number three, depending on what, what what kind of cone it is. There's different kind of cones. There's also different calls, but that's the cone that I know. But he breaks inside. He's trying to disguise it a little bit. Playing so deep, Adams comes up and Thielen is all this play is in full speed. It's it's a big hit. That's really all it is. You know, third and thirteen. He does he can be conservative. Obviously, he doesn't have to play so far upfield if it was. Third and three, and he was in a bracket. He would be cheating more upfield or more closer to the line of scrimmage, but he can uh, play a little bit safer here because it is third and 13. Drops his shoulder. There was a flag thrown. It was picked up. What is Adam supposed to do right here? You know, he's already super, super low. He turns his shoulder. He's not leading with his head, and he tries to turn his shoulder and hit him into the chest. He hits him in the chest, and Thielen feels it for sure after this play. Uh, he can remember, I think, like, throws the ball and like un unstraps his helmet like he's he uh he feels that so like I said an enforcer role for Adams next game against the 
Chicago Bears. They go 10 personnel. They come over with the... Oh, so this is actually... Okay, so this is interesting. Um, I remember talking about this, I guess. But this is actually a, a read. So they're actually reading this middle linebacker. So they're reading... Um, they're reading Lee right here. So if Lee was to stay with this, most likely the the the, uh, the guy who's working across Trubisky takes it, even though they're not blocking the defensive end right there, which makes it kind of interesting. Maybe that was just eye candy. Actually, I'm going to say that now that's eye candy, watching it again, because you have 93 was a Tacho maybe, uh, I think, in the season. So it's probably just eye candy on that, on that sweep right there. And then they pitch it inside to the uh, tight end who's working underneath the formation. Jamal Adams is is following the the motion or the the uh, jet motion inside, so he's already working inside, and now he sees that the tight end is getting the pitch, breaks on it, boom, hit, completely shuts down the play right there, breaking it down for for a tackle of law uh, for loss. Really, really impressive play. All right, continuing on with the Bears game, these are just two plays. I put them both in here, um, you know, stacked together. There's two plays of Adams coming off the edge unblocked. As you see on the top of the screen right here, comes unblocked, comes unblocked. The play actually ends up going for a first down, but I just wanted to show uh, the effectiveness he has coming off the edge unblocked. And, you know, like I said, it was, was a first down, but still makes the tackle unblocked. Uh, next play, unblocked again off the bottom edge. This time it's on a run to um, the interior as you have a one-back power right here. Adams comes in, makes a tackle, easy. Simple video. Just wanted to show that. You have another play where Adams is going to see, and this is the Dolphins game. Only two plays are severe, and that's odd, but I guess that's what happened. He sees Amendola coming in on the motion right here. As soon as he sees Amendola, you see how he's reading this? He, 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 ha he knows what's coming. He knows film. And Adam Gates already said this about him. He, he's had to stop calling out his plays in practice because he's just so freaking smart. He knows what's coming. And he sees Amendola coming in to, to, to get that block on him, to crack him. So he knows a run is coming. Shoots inside before he, Amendola, Amendola even gets close. Boom. Uh, makes the, the tackle for what? It ends up going for like one yard, I think. But it, he makes the stuff right there. So good. And this is all on top of what, what I'm showing with really good acceleration. You know, good top-end speed, power to bring guys down in one-on-one uh, you know, -on -one type situ um, situations. Um. So this play, you're going to have Wildcat. And this is another play that he said he, he – and this is the YouTube video you should watch of him. I'm not sure exactly what to look up, but just Jamal Adams, you'll find it eventually. But he said he, he knew that based on – I believe it was the receiver that was out wide to all the way out here. He knew that the play, um, the Wildcat play, was never gonna go, going to go out to the left side because he couldn't block. So he recognized that there's a not-blocking receiver. He couldn't block at all. So he knows the play is either going to go you know, to his side, um, up the middle, so he was more aggressive with it. He sees the the direct snap to number twenty seven right here, and then working to the um, to the left. He knew he wasn't going to hand it off because, like I said, you have the receiver who can't block on that side. Adams presses the mesh point hard, or works to the mesh point hard, gets past the tackle of the of the of the left tackle by ducking his shoulder right there into so he, he reduces his body, works through it. Um, Shows nice ability to stop too. Yeah, he has pressure off of uh, on his right hip, pushing him, trying to you know the the uh, the left tackle is trying to recover right here. Adams shows strength right here to to buckle down, um, 
and get it on the running back. And you'll see, I'll, I'll play it in, in full speed, but that's some, that's some strength and athleticism right there to stop with a guy on your back like that. That is, that is damn impressive right there. So good play tackle for loss. And he brings that, uh, that great energy after the play uh, as he typically does. Next play is a man rep on Gusecki. So Gusecki split out, split out wide right here. I don't know if it's why I guess so we're not, but so there is definitely some good here and definitely, and, and there's a little bit of bad. So the bad, if you've been watching the show for me is this at the snap, you don't want to, you could see, you could see a false step to take away the, the, the jump split. But when you jump split like this, which one now your, your weight is not on your toes, which you want to be on your toes um, into your heels because your heels, you can't cut, you can't cut fast like this. And when you're wide or out, you can't cut. So he, he's not in a great position right here. So I would like to see, uh, you know, there's one false step where you basically, you kick one foot out to the left or to the right, depending on, you know, what your coach teaches you, what you think, you know, the, the leverage of the tight end, the route that you think they're going to run. But as he splits, he, he has to open up, you know, to, to get back onto Gaseki. So you don't love this phase right here. But after that point, really good angle. He gets his inside arm on the, on the shoulder. Which, which obviously slows him down, and then punches through at the right, punches that shoulder again, which, which opens up his chest to him, and obviously slows him down. Um, as he slows him down, he works to stack him. So, punch, good. Another punch, good. Gets in front of him, cuts off the route, squeezes him to the sideline, squeezes him to the sideline, squeezes him to the sideline, and uh, plays it, like I said, really, really well. So, you see how he's, he's starting to widen out, widen out, widen out because of Adams. That's exactly how you want to play that route. Um, if he's going to work vertical. So really, really good. Everything after this, which actually this, the, the opening of the hips happens because of, of that, you know, um, you don't necessarily want to just open right away um, with tight ends. I guess you can a little bit earlier. They're more powerful. So you don't necessarily always want to contact them, not versus Kaseki versus more shifty guys. Like I, I would, I would like to press them more, but good hands, good stack. Plays upfield really, really well. And as the ball is coming and he's going to play through because he doesn't have them completely squeezed to the sideline, he's tight enough where he could play to the ball, not through the receiver. You're going to see the left arm. Watch his left arm come across. And now if the ball is coming up, and let's say the ball was there, because he can't go up for that ball. He has to work through the arm of Adam, so he's going to go up with one hand and be really awkward. He plays that really, really well. That's, a, that's, a, that's an awesome coverage rep um, from, from Adams. So next play. Uh, this is where he puts an interior gap. I believe it was the B gap on this play. And this was just a show. This is like more of like a Twitter thing. Like, okay, show a truck. People will like that. But uh, it's showing power. It's showing the aggressiveness. He puts it through the B gap. You have the, you have the play action. Uh, McCoy comes to, to block Adams. You could, and you can see a little bit right here. McCoy doesn't really want it from Adams. He knows Adams is coming. He's like, this is like an oh shit moment. Instead of, you know, getting his hips square, getting his hands um, inside of Adams, he kind of turns away and is trying to absorb that contact and, and trying to just survive to the next play. Adams lowers his shoulder, explodes, you know, nice and linear, explodes through his lower body, and uh, he hits Barkley and drives him into the ground, which I'm surprised actually wasn't a penalty because you could, you could see a little bit of the scoop. Um, his hands come free after. That was a hard freaking hit on Barkley and on uh, Sean McCoy. That was... <laughs> Two guys um, just got absolutely dominated by by Adams. So this is a, a missed tackle that comes from high right here, I believe. Oh no, sorry, that's that's a different play that I'm thinking of. So he's coming off the edge right here, and you have the sifter 
number you have number 80 sifting working underneath the formation as a split blocker you have the orbit motion or the orbiter uh to just a fake handoff for a little bit of eye candy adams comes downhill on an aggressive angle mccoy is a super shifty guy you've got to play a little bit conservative versus mccoy adams comes downhill really really hard a little bit too aggressive like i said you want to see a little bit you want to you want to see him instead of kind of trying to cut off his angle especially in the backfield like that you know McCoy's a guy who's obviously a top top he's he's not top notch anymore he's losing some of it but he still he can still cut really quickly so you you want to kind of account for that and break down a little bit more and just make it more of a conservative tackle if he was more conservative he makes a tackle in the backfield but he's trying to come in too fast he'll probably most likely lay a big hit on McCoy McCoy spins out and because of that he gains another you know 5 10 15 20 25 plus yards right there so I want to see that cleaned up a little bit Next play, defeat stiff arm energy. Okay, so Adams isn't come off. He's lined up um, in the box yet again at the linebacker level. He was like a Sam, Will, Jack, just as much as a safety, uh, which is fine because he could do everything. You can use him in intermediate zones. He could be a, you know, your cover one safety. He could be, um, you know, deep in deep half zone. He could be in cover three. He could play in cover four. You know, taking a guy, if he works downfield, he can play in palms, traps. He's smart enough for that. Cones, brackets. He can play curl to flat. He can play hook to, uh, hook to seam. He can play Tampa too. He can play regular hook. He can blitz off the edge. He can blitz interior. He's so freaking versatile. Um, Greg Williams is going to have a fun time using him. So they run a draw. Um, McCoy cuts it outside. And Adams plays it well. You know, he presses. He doesn't commit too early because if he, if he commits too early to that B gap, guess what's going to happen? He's going to cut outside and then he's going to be in bad position. So, I like the patience here. This is a better play um, from Adams. He takes a good angle, nice conservative angle to McCoy. You know, he's going to get the tackle. And this is the important thing right there. Call that defeating the stiff arm. So if he, didn't, if he wasn't expecting that hand, what happens? Adams um, gets stiff arm. One arm is always longer than two for the most part. And I, would say, I would say one arm is 90% always longer than two. So there are some guys with freaky long arms and guys with short arms. So chops that stiff arm away, wipes it away. And then makes a tackle. You're going to see him drive him out of bounds right here. And you're going to see a little bit of the, the energy. <laughs> it comes down hard right there. I should have recorded for another second. But uh, got to love that stuff. So next play, 44. This is in the run game. This is again versus the Bills. Oh, so this is – I think this is a play where Adams was just letting out some frustration to be completely honest. So he's going to come down in the run game. And he's going to blitz hard inside. They're just within their asses whooped at this point. The left tackle, you know, opens up. It looks like he's open pulling. Um, it could have been a – he could have been pulling to the freak a sweep or maybe it was like a pin and fold. I don't think it was a pin and fold because he's going outside. So it was probably a sweep. Maybe he was just trying to, he was just trying to open up and, and gain get ground. Yeah, it looks like he's actually going to try to cut off, cut, uh, cut off block McClendon. But Adams comes hard downhill right here. Boom, trucks over a you know, 300-pound lineman who has 75, 80 pounds on him. He never makes a tackle, but I think this is more frustration as you have uh, Basham, like I said, I think maybe Basham was 93. I think Basham was 93. Maybe Atacha was some different number, like 95 or something weird like that. But uh, So, nice to see that. Aggressiveness. He was taking out some anger on that play, at least I believe. So, this next play is going to be more of the snap timing that I've showed Plenty of times, times a snap, again, super well. You can see he's already taking two steps and has a full, full head of steam before the ball is even in Brady's hands. Uh, Gronk is not able to cut him off. 
and, and you know, block him to the backside. Adams uh, cuts into that C gap and is able to chase down Michelle from, from behind as the play is a little bit uh, blown up right here because he runs into his own offensive lineman. Adams cleans up on the tackle along with, with um, who makes the player here? Uh, Pennell. Pennell does a good job trucking over a guy, obviously. But um, good snap time right there from, from Adams. That's, that's elite stuff right there. You don't see that from a lot of guys. Next play was another play that Adams talked about in that review. They're in actually a cover two look. And he specifically said, because you have the running back right here and he's playing curl to flat. So he's just going to, he's, he's just going to match him right here. Uh, Claiborne, I guess, and, and their reader, how they play this defense. He's going to, he's going to match him. And Adams is going to come down on the number two. So in like a trap defense, what would happen here is if this guy was to break outside in a, in a, in like a Greg Williams trap defense, you'd have Claiborne squatting a little bit more. He would pass this number one off to Adams, Adams would jump over top and then, and Claiborne would jump, um, this play in the, in the curl to flat, but Adams wanted and the Jets wanted Luvu to get more of a reroute right here and then widen out. So he should have widened out. I don't know if there's a number three right here. I didn't think there's a number three. I don't watch this the first time. So you want to see him widen, but you're going to see really, really good you know, athleticism, top end speed, acceleration from here. Um, as Brady's a little bit late to hit Gronkowski as he, he wasn't his first read. He's late to hit him, but Adams shows really, really good acceleration. Uh, lays a big shot on Gronk. Gronk is not able to, you know, catch the ball. Let's see where Brady, if I can see it on this play. Brady looks like he was delayed for whatever reason. Uh, let me go back. I don't think he was reading this the whole time. If he, if so, he was super delayed in throwing it. But Adams closes really, really fast. You're gonna see from this angle too, where it's where it's you see that speed and then big time hit. Yeah, that's something you like to see. That's this that's one of those highlight plays that you see all year of of Adams. So. The next play, I'm going to pause it to re, uh, kind of reassemble my plays because now they're starting to get a little bit messy because I'm working too far down. But you have – this is another play that Adam's talking about, actually. So he's responsible for, El, uh, for Edelman right here if he does uh, break vertically. So you have, a, you have a cover four look right here. Yeah, you have cover four from the Jets, so anything vertical you know, past usually 10 yards, 10 to 12 yards in typical sets – um, he's going to take that, and Adam, so Adam's going to take him after he does run what, to, you know, about ten yards. He cuts it shorter than ten yards, so Adams is um, squatting. Now Adams admitted that he's a little bit lazy on this play because he opens up. You don't you don't want to see him open up, especially this far, because this far you're going to have to either flip your hips really quickly or do what Adams does in a speed turn, um, which you're not going to flip your hips back. You're going to flip your hips like over basically in that speed turn. So he speed turns around finds Edelman. So you, you see the, this, the really good speed turn. That, that's a top-notch speed turn right there. Our turn finds Edelman and makes a hit midair. So Edelman isn't able to bring it in, but he opens his hips too, too early right here. Like I said, stay more over top, weave. Don't, don't open. Uh, you want to see that weave. So elite speed turn, you find him, boom, hit him in midair. I'll let the next 20 seconds play so you can see. Uh, just, you know, it wasn't a huge hit, but he is able to, to disrupt him catching the ball Edelman drops to the ground and just that drop from five feet in the air um, directly on his shoulder ends up hurting Edelman a little bit right there so good play good recovery but not the best initial phase of coverage from Adams all right I brought up the last play actually I had the last play too that was cover I looked at it again it was actually cover six not cover four so just in case we were watching that was cover six we have a uh, 
a split between four and two. That's why it's called cover six. Some people call it cover 46, I think it is, or 42. I think it's cover 42 for some people. Some people call it 40. Uh, I mean, six. So I call it six. One of those plays, we're almost going to show a couple of plays of him destroying Edelman. I, I like when he rocks Edelman and he sets a tone. Now, maybe you'd like to see him work a little bit more inside right here. Um, this is some of the plays where like his aggressiveness comes into play. He sees Edelman off of the right side at the bottom of the screen coming to crack him, lowers the shoulder to Edelman, literally lifts him up off of the ground and trucks him over. Uh, and it happened multiple times. You could, I think he like, does he like shake his head right here? Yeah, I think it's, there's a couple of times. And he barks at him after the play too, which is nice. He, I like seeing guys like Edelman get rocked. And especially when it's Jamal Adams, you know, your favorite player doing it. Hard-hitting safeties are the best, and Jamal Adams is just the epitome of a really, really good player who does this stuff. So um, so this part, he's a man coverage against Gronkowski. He runs a fade. Like I said, this part is completely necessary. Just just either just foot fire, run your feet, do whatever. But at this point, your your weight is on your toes. I mean, it's on, it's on your heels. You don't want your weight on your heels. He opens up, which is how he wants to play Gronk. He doesn't, he doesn't want to press him. Um, because of Gronk's power, which some people actually have the idea. Some people like to play Gronk so, uh, softer because of the power. But there's also people who like to press Gronk because Gronk, you know, he if you disrupt his route in the beginning of it, it's hard for him to, like, accelerate and get out of his brakes fast because he's so big and he's not a great route runner. So there's two different mindsets, but he does, he does play him softer. He opens up. He plays the upfield shoulder. He gets his hands inside as he gets his as he gets his hands inside of Gronk and he's and he's stacking him. He's playing towards the sideline, uh, squeezing him. He almost gets the pick right here. Um, now on, at this point, at this point, you'd like to see him attack the ball more. It allows Gronk to play the ball, but at this point, it, you're the receiver. So jump up instead of trying to catch the ball underhand right here. Jump up vertically, work through his hands and try to and try to hands catch it right here. So he. Uh, you know, like I said, just lets it try kind of drop into his uh, try to drop in his bread basket, and it doesn't it doesn't work out right there for um, Adams. So I just see him attack the ball, but really, really good coverage. Next play, it's another run, and Adams trucks over Edelman again. Adams saw this a lot where guys are splitting or come in motion to split him to you know to block him or to crack him. He was already expecting run anyway. It's on the goal line, so he's gonna be aggressively coming off that edge. Edelman comes inside, lowers his shoulder, trucks him over, and then um, gets in on the tackle at the very, very end. So again, another play where he's trucking over Edelman. <laughs> so I'm interested to see uh, this year if that continues. Edelman just does not have the physicality, the strength, or the really the want to to uh, block like Adams. You can see he's a little bit timid around Adams. Adams right here. This is another not, not not it's not a great play. He's down close to the box. He's a little bit out of the box, but he is, you know, down into the um, into the line of scrimmage. Looked like he was going to be in man coverage on Gronk, but because Gronk tries to kick out the the email on the uh, backside of the play right here, you have Adams come downhill after he sees that, and obviously being a run play too, where the running back cuts it back because the play side's a little bit jammed up. At this point, now this is not a good position for Adams. Clearly, this is not an easy decision to make because you have one big gap, one big gap. So at this point, you have to just try to contain it. Um, he's the, the running back, number 26, is waiting for you to pick a hole. Adams picks the interior hole. Running back cuts on, um, outside of him, and it leads to another, you know, it leads to a big gain right here. So it, right here, at this point, Adams needs to see these two big holes and just kind of shuffle um, and stay in a position to play either gap. 
but because he picks a gap, he picks the gap for the running back. So, like I said, stay more over the top. Because of this, it leads to at least another 5, 10, 15, you know, 20, 25-ish yards. So, a little bit over-aggressive. Now, it wasn't a good position for Adams um, in that you don't want him to have to pick or, or play like that with that much open grass to either side of him. But it, that obviously does happen sometimes. It has, ends up happening um, on that play. I think it's going to happen much less to the Jets this year with guys, like I said, coming back with like Leo and Henry and adding guys like Quentin and Avery being here a second year and Mosley coming, hopefully May playing more, May, uh, much more, I would say, actually. So you have you have cover three cloud right here. So typical cover threes you're going to have, you know, these two corners break into into their deep zones. You're going to have one safety deep. When you have when you're showing that cover four, cover two, one of the safeties in the bottom of the screen uh, corner, I mean, sorry, one of the corners, and this time being the bottom corner right here, he's going to sit in a curl to flat while this safety who's showing cover two, cover four, um, is going to work over top of that. So this is uh, cover three cloud. You have Adams who – Sees the ball coming out quick with uh, Brady on the on the short uh, on the over route from Gronkowski comes downhill quickly and makes a uh, a big hit. A, actually pretty big hit and look at the speed right here so he's reading that he sees it he sees that it's coming he sees that that Brady's going to throw it like I said and speed 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 takes out his legs and sends Gronk into the uh, the air because he takes out his knees so this is another play. Of, Adams, I labeled it too aggressive. So let's see what this one is. You have a run that gets to the outside. As it gets to the outside, see this is this is worse than the one before. The one before was a little bit more murky than this. Uh, like earlier, early in it, right? I think it was the versus Dolphins. I showed it or versus the Browns. So this one, you most likely have you you have or not you definitely have Avery Williamson on an angle where if he cuts inside the running back. Um, you have uh, – sorry, this is James, yeah, James White's 28 and Michelle, Michelle is 26. I always forget. And then you have Deion Lewis who went to the Titans. So, at this point, you have a guy you know, who's trailing the running back from the inside. Work over the top, flatter, less aggressive. You might have to absorb a hit while you're kind of, you know, shuffling and not play a big uh, – you know, and not have it be a big hit. But because he comes down on, on, on too aggressive of, of an angle right here, you have – White, who's able to cut outside of him, and this late, this leads to another a lot of yards. Let's say if he gets tackled at the 40, 5, 10, 15, near 20 yards. So a couple of runs that should have been, you know, shorter runs, and he allowed another 15, 20, 25 yards because of the aggressive angle. So another aggressive angle right here. And it's his second year. He's still young. He's going to develop, and it's very few and far between. He plays a bad play in the run game, but I do have to show it. If I didn't show it, I'd be being biased, and I wouldn't be true film review. So – I try to have as very little bias as I can with Jets players, and I do not hide film from anybody. Um, maybe my, my some of my opinions of players are a little bit inflated sometimes, which I don't really think, but it could be. Let's say if you know some people around the NFL think Derwin James is the first best safety, maybe Adams being number one instead of two for me is because I'm a fan of the Jets, you know. But film don't lie, so needs to play that flatter, more uh, conservative for sure for um, my liking. Next play of this Patriots game, you have you have Tampa two. They're showing they're showing two, but this is a look. 
this is a different look where you have Adams playing the hook to seam. The Dolphins, when, when Gase was there and Gase obviously didn't run the defense, you'd have Adams drop into the uh, that Tampa role, taking take you know the, the deeper hook zone, taking away the middle of the weakness of the cover two, whereas the linebacker would, would drop into the hook to seam or exit angle to the hook to seam. So it's a little bit different where Adams is in the hook to seam on a Tampa two. Um, as Adams is coming up, he sees that he sees that the uh, the receiver, which I'm not sure who it is, is working across the field on the on the uh, is it a drag? It's a drag, and Adams comes up. You see really good acceleration, big hit. So that's this is just acceleration and and, and quick recognition. He did not allow this reception. He just comes up uh, quickly to to shut it down. Um, Next play is going to be another one of Adams. This is versus the obviously versus Adams, but this one's versus the Titans. Adams comes off of Mariota's left, off the right edge for Adams, and you have a play action. You have play action, or it could it, actually. Let me say. Yeah, I would say it's play. Yeah, it's play action. So you have play action. Um, you have the running back who's you know taking a fake handoff coming across the screen to block if anybody if any edges there and blitzes from the outside, which obviously Adam does or Adams does. Adam sees him, tries to hop outside, but then just puts his hand into the head of uh, of number thirty three, which is Lewis. Drops his shoulder into him, even though Lewis is lower than him because Adams is obviously much taller than him. Adam still is able to just pure power, lower shoulder, truck over Lewis. And like I said, this makes you think twice as a running back coming to block Adams when Adams is running full speed at you. You just do not want to do it. So nice play from Adams right there um, with that truck. All right. I think we're at about 14, 15 more plays. Uh, Good size review of Adams. Like I said, some other guys will be shorter. Guys like Chris Herndon. Marcus May is absurdly short. There wasn't a ton out there that I thought was worth highlighting for you guys. He was more a deep safety role and didn't really do anything that was super impressive. He was very like average for the most part in, in deep coverage. But you're going to see Adam's length here on the backside. He's on the left side of the screen um, for people who aren't watching. And he's going to see the wide receiver come in to, to block him. Adams does a good job, obviously, engaging, keeping his hands inside, getting some extension into him. The number 19, who is Tajay Sharp, maybe I could be wrong. Um, Adam gets his hands on first, keeps his hands on as he's he, as he's continuing to scrape down the line of scrimmage and contain the edge. He's containing the edge, containing the edge, containing the edge while keeping his hands on and eyes inside. Gets his hands back on as the as the uh, wide receiver comes back in to block him, extends him, tackle. So he's just working inside, containing the backside, and then he pushes him, hands inside, boom, tackle. Really, really nice uh, play. Not the best ever, but good good play still. Now you have counter OF for the you have counter OF for the Titans you have Adams who works from deep comes down comes downhill you can see him as he's you see him seeing the uh the tight end right there work work across the field he sees the little you have a punch step right there punch step from the running back works away from Adams who is coming from from deep down the field he's like a I don't know what role he's in right now. I don't know what defense it is, but he's, you know, 10 yards off the line of scrimmage. Sees a play happening. Sees a gap to hit the running back and flies into it. Poof, that This right here. So right now he's reading, reading, reading. Boom, reacting. This is like, so he's, he's reading and reacting at the same time, obviously. But this is that, that, those last few steps right there, that acceleration is when he knows he's going to get the running back. And look how quick he turned. That is, 
that is elite um that is elite type speed movement right there from you know safety so this play he's actually beaten coverage is one of the plays where like i said like, he's a little bit too, there's sometimes like aggressiveness and coverage so he's in man coverage on clay i like how he's keeping his hips square as the uh as clay breaks in like that snag what adam's eyes are what screw him here so you see how he looks back inside and he's just assuming that Clay is going to work outside now because of how Clay's body is going, or he's going to get the ball right there. So Adams takes an, an angle to the outside because he's looking at the quarterback. He's not looking at the tight end right now. Not looking at the tight end. Not looking at the tight end. By the time he sees the tight end, he's crossing his face. Oh shit, mode. And now he has to now he has to catch up um, to him and and get on the tackle. So he's a little bit too aggressive right here. Where at this point, close the ground on him. Get to get into his hip pocket. Then look. But when you're still five yards off, you don't want to not look at him. And that's, that's why he, he gets beat there on that like little pivot uh, option route. So next player going to have him, uh, I, I labeled a sniff out screen. Oh, yeah, I remember this play. He's dropping back into what looks like it's going to be an eventual – it looks like it's a curl to flat. He reads the screen. As he sees, as he sees the screen coming, obviously, with the offensive lineman breaking out to the line of scrimmage and the, and the running back looking for the ball. He's going to dip onto this block. You see him dip onto the block. Actually, sorry, he doesn't dip onto the block. So he leans into the block, extends. So you'd actually like to see him probably get hands on here, but I think he, just, he thinks he's going to rip through, but the, tight, the, the receiver is actually able to get hands on. But he get, then he gets his hands on the shoulders, extends, goes to work inside, but then works back outside. He's a cross chop, so extension. Keeps reading. Chop. And then... The running back is going to try to cut inside of Adams. Adams is able to stop, bend, dive at the ankles, tackle him. So I'll play it in full speed. Uh, actually, yeah, I'll play it in both in both speeds right here. Like I said, hands cross chop, and this is another one. Reading, reading, reading. Hands cross chop, bend, dive, tackle. Good play from Mr. Jamal. Adams on that one. All right, last 10 plays. I had to pause it real quick. I had to do something. My phone. All right, Packers game. <clears throat> so we're going to have Adams. Uh, bu- 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 bu. Okay, so he's on the number three, bottom of the screen right here. He's and very off, man. You know, 10, 10, 11 yards off of uh, Jimmy Graham. You see him come up field, cover one. See what's better about this play is you see how before he was opening his hips, this play he's 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 weaving inside a little bit where he's he's backpedaling but he's still keeping his inside leverage that he wants. Hip square, hip square, hip square. As Jimmy Graham's about to um to cut inside or to, to break you know inside or back, Adams breaks you know towards Graham, cuts him off right at the top right there. This is that that's good coverage. Like I said, keeping his hip square, backpedal. Um, as 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 Graham cuts or as Graham is about to cut, which is you know based on Adams can read this based on his his helmet com, coming up, he pauses. You know, is just standing up and field. Where you maybe you want to see like foot fire. Um, the feet are a tiny bit inactive there, but still still really really good play um, to cut off that route at the top of it. So we're gonna look at the next play. Which is play number sixty-one. So this is not more plays left. This is the crap penalty that Jamal Adams got on Jimmy Graham. You have Y ISO right here. Jimmy Graham is going to run a fade route versus Jamal Adams, who 
I'll play it from this view. Uh, I'll talk about it more when it's on the other view because the other view is better because it's yeah, in this situation. So there's, there's two, obviously there's two things in the first phase I don't love. Um, so, uh, so the full step is a little bit too big. So that, so that's a full step. It's not a split. Uh, you know, he's splitting a little bit, but jump splitter with both, uh, both feet come outwards. This is a full step. It, it is a little bit exaggerated, so it's a little bit too big. Full steps you want to be, see, be tiny. So he is end up like splitting there, and it's weighted on his heels. And you see how his hands come from are now they're low and down. You don't necessarily want that. Yet. You want your hands more near your waist, more near your chest, so they can shoot quickly. But past that, he gets his hands on. He stacks them. So he stays over top, gets his hands on, looking back at the ball while staying over top. He's playing the ball now. He gets his, he gets his hand on Graham. And he plays right through the hands. See, his hand punches through his hands. There's no way he's going to be able to catch that. Even if the ball is right on target, Jamal Adams' hands is going right through his hands. So that's what you talk about playing through the hands. He's playing right through the hands and the ball right there. That is perfect coverage um, in the second phase. The first phase, like I said, could be a little bit cleaner. But that is a crap penalty. The reason they gave him the penalty is because of his right hand. This, that's the penalty. It doesn't grab. It doesn't do anything. It doesn't influence his jump. Nothing. That is a really, really bad call. Fantastic coverage by Jamal Adams. I don't care penalty or not. That is that is great coverage. There's nothing else he could have done right there. Uh, next play versus the Patriots. We're going to the last game of the season. A couple plays right here. So he's following the tight end. 83 was Dwayne Allen. Was he on the Patriots last year? I believe so. So he follows the, the tight end over. He sees the, the running play coming. You can see how he's reading right here. He's reading uh, Dwayne Allen. He sees Dwayne Allen trying to kick out Jordan Jenkins. So now he's not in man anymore because obviously, you know, he's, he's blocking. It's a run play. They, you know, they motion over into that, into that I strong right or I right strong. And Jamal Adams re- reacts downhill, sees the run coming, takes on number 46, which I believe is Devlin, takes on his inside, inside sh- uh, shoulder. So he's take on half a man. You don't want to re- take on full man, uh, the full man, like we always say, takes on half a man, blows him up and makes a tackle. Listen, Devlin – I believe it's Evelyn. He's a stout guy. He, he looks like a freaking 260-pound linebacker who's playing in the 80s right now. And Jamal Adams is able to lower his shoulder, stand him up, and make the tackle on a running back who, listen, Michelle's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's still a 205, 10-pound running back who, who's running, you know, not full speed, but still running at you. And you're able to just stand up that fullback and make the tackle. That is, man, he is, he is freaking good, even, even with a few bad plays here and there. But it's going to happen. Like I said, he's not fully developed and going into his second or in his second year. So another play right here, Adams on the edge. You're going to have Edelman work over to sift underneath the, the uh, formation and try to block Adams. And you could see <laughs> that Edel, this is where I said some of the hesitation that he has. He doesn't really like to block Adams. He's being a little bit, so, not soft right here, but he's a little bit hesitant. He's not running full speed into him, trying to truck him over, sticks his hands out there. Adams comes more flat as Edelman closes the ground. He changes his angle sticks his left foot into the ground to change that angle, gets his hand inside, literally forces Edelman into a 180 in the air because he gets his hand in, inside of him as he's, as he's coming inside. 180 in the air, boom, now I'm in on the tackle with, with Leonard Williams, who uh, I don't know what Leonard Williams did on this play. Oh, he just beat Gronkowski inside and then tossed him. Okay, good play by Leonard Williams too, but good play by Adams being aggressive, attacking half man, changing your angles, knowing how to play angles, reading the run. It, uh, it's good, so. Adams times a snap. Yeah. <laughs> Again, you're going to see Adams, who 
is reading the play, waiting for the snap. He sees Brady motion over the receiver. He sees the receiver coming inside um, on whatever he was supposed to. I don't know if it was supposed to be a fake jet sweep, whatever. Uh, he ends up running into Burkhead, and they end up colliding in the backfield. But Adams timed the snap really, really well. And, again, you got a guy like Adams running full speed before the ball is in Brady's hands. That's not good for whatever the play is. He ends up blowing up the run with multiple other Jets. That is it's great football. Next one is going to be uh, – this, this is one of the plays where I say he's a little bit too aggressive. So you have cover – I label this as cover six or cover – yeah, it looks like cover six. So you have, you have cover six, cover three robber. It almost it looks like so it looks more like three here, but as the as this these guys are tight too. So it's cover cover six, cover three, whatever it is. So the thing about this play is, um, Adams is a little bit aggressive with how he plays this, how he tries to cut it off while his hips are closed like this, or not? They're 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 I guess they are kind of closed, but they're open inside. And instead of instead of playing over top of this weaving and and staying over to, and like I said, staying over top. He plays it where he pauses. Now the receiver has a two-way go. He can either adjust his angle and come over top or play underneath, which the receiver ends up playing over top. He stabs hard inside. And because of Adams and, like I said, how he's playing, how he's, squat, he's squatting right here and looking back at the quarterback. So this is the problem. The fact that he is playing aggressive and he looks back at the quarterback, now he's blind. So he knows he can see the receiver in his peripheral vision, but now he's going to be late to react because he's late to react. The receiver's able to get by him, which that probably could have been a hold or legal contact right there. But then Adams um, is playing in catch-up mode. As he's playing in catch-up mode, which like I said before, in that catch-up mode, you want you need to get a hand on or be really tight to the receiver before you look back. And you're going to see it. I watched it multiple times, trust me. Right here, he looks back to the, he's looking back to the quarterback. Because he's looking back to the quarterback, look what happens again. Instead of staying on that upfield hip, he looks back. He's a second late to react to that break. So the receiver gets another step or two before Adams reacts to it, which leads to him having vertical leverage on Adams. Brady chucks the ball deep. It, it overshoots Edelman. But if this ball is on target, guess what? This is, this, you know, maybe Adams does make the tackle because he has to slow up for the ball, whatever it may be. But he's beat right here. He has a big reception. So uh, two phases of aggressiveness. Right here, he's a little bit too aggressive for me. I want to see him stay over the top, weave, whatever it may be, not look back at the quarterback. And as he's catching up, you can't look back at the quarterback. So uh, I think Adams celebrated after that play, but I think you know Adams definitely knows going back and watching that play that he should he could have played that uh, better. So next play, another play of so this is man coverage could have improved again. It's a lot with leverage. He has heavy inside leverage of Gronkowski. What happens on this play is he is getting into his back pedal, and you see him. He peeks inside right here um, at Brady. But the reason for him being beat right here is because of his leverage. You need to stay more over top. Now, maybe Adam thought he was going to break inside or whatever it may be because Gronkowski does break more inside than outside. Gronkowski doesn't break out outside a ton in his, in his career. It's either he breaks back, curls, uh, overs, whatever it may be. But the leverage needs to be more over top where Adams is like almost between the hashes and Gronkowski cuts on the hashes. So, again, pre-snap, you, could, you can line like that but you need to weave or just foot fire or uh, like creep backwards more over, more over top of, Oh, hold on a second. Sorry. I'm getting a call from work. All right. I'm sorry for that. But uh, 
Okay, so I'll play this. I'll, I was just in the middle of this play. So like I said, needs to be over top, creep backwards, uh, weave over top, but because he's playing so far, you know, inside and it has to break on a, you know, it's, he could break like this with his hips open, but now if he was breaking from the hash and, or maybe even a little bit inside the hash instead of, you know, a yard or two inside of that hash, then he's, then he's able to get to the ball and he's beat, you know, by a yard or two because of his, his alignment. So need to, uh, need to see that be a little bit better. I have a couple plays left on play 67 of 70. So where is Adams? Okay. So Adams, um, it's hard to tell the coverage on this. Maybe it was, I'm not sure exactly what the, what the coverage was because of it's, a, it's a, it's a weird look and it didn't develop. I don't want to watch it a thousand times. It was, it was definitely zone. Um, it could have been, could have been cover three. Yeah. I would say it was, it was probably a cover, a, a cover three look. Adams breaks into the curl to flat. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it's cover three actually. So cover three, you have Adams who's breaking to the curl to flat as he's breaking into the exit angle into the curl to flat. He sees Brady, uh, pull the ball down, look into the flat. As soon as he pulls that ball down, he knows where the ball is most likely going. It's to, it's going to be to his, you know, um, to his check down, checks it down. Adams comes up uphill or uh, downfield and just lays out the, the running back right there. So look how quick this reaction is. Um, we said really, really quick and hits the, uh, the running back right there for a, uh, for a stuff, no gain. Three plays left. Adams over aggressive. So this might be the last bad play. You're going to have him come downhill right here. He's playing a deeper role, sees the run play developing, uh, presses the line of scrimmage. Yeah, yeah, okay. So again, so Adams probably thinks that he's going to get into this lane right here. Um, and, he, and that Michelle is going to be able to cut to the right side of number 69, who's getting blown up a little bit right there. And because he's getting blown up a little bit right there, Michelle cuts to his left. What Adams needs to do is instead of coming downhill so hard, he needs to shuffle into this. So you need to break down a little bit right here. When he, when he has multiple gaps to, to cut, you need to shuffle. Um, obviously, unless you had somebody – now, if somebody was coming from, you know, downhill with him and they were going to fill the other gap, then, yeah, you both shoot downhill aggressively. But when you're the only guy right there – when you have to play conservatively, if you're on the line of scrimmage and you're blitzing through a gap, you know, initially in the first second or two, yeah, play aggressive. But when you're, when you're over top, you're the last line of defense, you have to shuffle right here, uh, play it more conservatively. And because of that allows another, you know, 10 or so yards. So um, we see that a little bit with him playing aggressively in the open field where he needs to play a little bit more conservative. You know, line of scrimmage, play aggressive as hell. In those situations, it, there's times we want to play, uh, you know, aggressive over the top, but it's more about learning when and when not to. So, another play, Adams is ten, is ten or so yards deep. Edelman comes in to to crack him on this uh, this one back power that the that the uh, Patriots run with Burkhead. Adams sees it, drops his hips, drops his weight, and just throws his shoulder to Edelman. Edelman gets uh, gets lit up right here, and Adams gets in on the tackle. <laughs> and you're you're kind of gonna see Edelman like hop away from this play, like damn, like I'm just he's done with Adams. So Adam sees him coming, boom, lowers the hammer into him, gets in on the tackle uh, on that one back power as the running back gets into the second level. Really impressive. Next play is going to be uh, the last play of Jamal Adams. Uh, okay, so yep, all right. So he he he's gonna motion over as the tight end motions over. Um, I don't know if it's because he wants to be on the strong side of this of this I formation 
uh, left that it is. Adams reacts downhill. It's third and one right here, so he knows a run is coming most likely. He sees the lead zone coming, and he does his job right here. He trucks over Devlin. You see little Devlin pop to the ground right there, and, and Williamson makes a good play over as well, um, keeping clean and, and scraping over top and making a tackle on third and one. So you see safeties who can take out these big fullbacks like that and, you know, um, fill right there where he needs to and then let uh, you know, Williamson come downhill and make a tackle. Really, really impressive. So 70 plays are done. That's it. Um, it is July. It is the twelfth. Uh, I only have an hour before work, so I'm hoping it uploads quickly. If not, I'm gonna get it up. I'll put it up really late tonight or early tomorrow before I leave for the plane to go to Ireland. I'm not gonna be very active for the next uh, couple of days. But l- listen, like I said, you have Adams now. If you if you're a new listener to the show, which are definitely new listeners to the show and new viewers of YouTube, like people be like, oh, where is this review? And I'll I'll tag them in the review on YouTube or moments on Twitter. Go look at my stuff. You can type in Joe Blewett on Twitter. If you think I've done a, re- a review but you haven't seen it, type in Joe Blewett or just Blewett and then type in the guy's last name. It's most likely going to pop up. But Mosley, Adam Gase, Greg, Greg Williams, CJ Mosley, Greg Dorch, Blake Cashman, Trayvon Wesco, Chuma Adoga, Quentin Williams, Ja'Kai Polite, uh, Jamal Adams. I have Sam Darnold. I have uh, you know a bunch of guys. There's a bunch of content. I just put out Sam Darnold, 151 plays. So go watch all that stuff. Like I said, even if you watch on YouTube, if you could just go on to the iTunes app or wherever you listen to your podcast, leave me a five-star rating. A review is fantastic as well. Do that. It helps me with a lot of different things. Trust me. Just that, That's all I need to say. Um, I'll be back. JorB31 on Twitter. Email me, TOJ. Like I said, if, if you're lonely <laughs> at a Jets game and you want to come to tailgate, or if you're with buddies and you just want to come to tailgate and drink and have fun, I'm down with that. I'm always down to, uh, to get together with some Jets fans. Email me, TOJ. Send me a personal message, whatever you want to do. Um, or if you're going to away game, I go to away games as well. Uh, I'll be back in uh, 10, 12, 13 days, whatever it is. I'll stay in contact a little bit on Twitter, but I'll, I'll see you in a little bit. I'm going to enjoy a vacation. Uh, be safe. Don't be stupid.